Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. All hail Latveria. Today is June 21st, 2019. We've got a fat stack of comics, some yummy beers, and, uh, and one a big old sack of fun. Yes. We like a little snap on this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome back to Craft Comics, a weekly-ish podcast where we uh, drink some beers, talk about some comic books that came out last week. Uh, Dan buys the beers, I buy the comic books, but before we dive into any of that nonsense, I like to ask my boy how he's been. That's me, and I am fine. You Thank am you for fine. asking. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, what have I been up to? I've been playing a lot of Red Dead still. I'm Rad like, Dad. I think I'm like wrapping up the story mode in that shit. Yeah. So, uh, you inc- you did the burning of the Braithwaite Manor. Yeah. Yikes. A while ago, actually. And Yikes. then and then I like went to that tropical island, and it's like, shit gets wild in yeah. the last like yeah. 40% of that game. But uh, it's still really good. I still really like it, so I'm I'm into it. But yeah, I, I am kind of like ready for it to like the, wrap the up. tropical island part is where it's like okay, let's yeah that was we're weird. stretching this out a little bit yeah okay it's like that seemed a bit unnecessary yeah. as a diversion, but whatever. Um, but yeah, just been doing that and oh, I saw that uh Euphoria show that people oh. are talking about on HBO. Neat. Yeah, it seems okay. I'm I'm still like not totally sold on it, but I like the main actress who has one name it's zendaya zendaya yeah okay i don't know like i don't know i assume people with one names are always like pop stars or something i don't know how that like how like, her was name she is famous for something already i feel like i feel like and i'm way i'm just basing yeah. this off of absolutely nothing but i feel like she may have been like a mickey mouse club kid I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Yeah, she was a Disney Channel kid. That feels like... She feels like a Disney Channel kid. Yeah. You know, so no, like, she is, because I... Yeah, that's right. I remember seeing that on when I was, like, Googling, like, why is Zendaya one name? Or something like she's that. She's pretty cool, though, right? She what, is she, cool. She was in... Uh, Spooderman. Yes, she was in Sp- Spider-Man, and she was also in that movie that really tried to humanize um, P.T. Barnum. Oh. Or whatever. Where, or was it Barnum... Yeah, it was P.T. Barnum, yeah. right? The circus guy. It was Hugh yeah. Jackman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the greatest, greatest Showman. Yeah, she was in The Greatest yep. Showman. Yep. And, uh, and they were just like, oh, P.T. Barnum, what a lovable humanitarian. Yep. He just took in these <laughs> outcasts, you know. You know, he didn't he didn't have anything. He just took these guys in out of the, the kindness of He's his heart. He's basically and... just Hugh Jackman running a circus. Right. He, what, a, what a great guy. And I'm yeah. like, I just remember the entire time being, Savvy was like really excited to go. And I was yeah. like, I was like, hey, when are they going to get to the bit where he dissects like a dead woman <laughs> that he bought <laughs> in front of everybody? And she's like, you're ruining the movie. And come on. She, and she's like, stop, Jerry. I'm listening to the Hugh Jackman sing to me. Yeah, I mean, he's Wolverine, so that's tangentially comic book related. Mm-hmm. So this was a this was an on brand tangent. Well, and also uh, she was in Spider Man, which is also on brand. Damn, double on brand. Yeah, yeah, double on Brandra. So yeah, I thought that I thought that show was okay. It's got some potential, but it's like it does a weird thing where it's like I don't know. It's it's kind of like Orange is the New Blacky a little bit in the sense that it like keeps a big cast of people around and you can uh-huh. tell that they're going to keep focusing on all these different people and i don't really give a shit about most of them because most of them are terrible human beings is it tr- is it 
Is it true in Orange is the New Black that like they stop fo- following that main girl yeah. pretty much immediately? Yeah. Well, not immediately, but I think season three onwards. Yeah. Why? Does she get out of prison or something? Does she die? No, she's she was just always the least interesting part of that show, oh. and also like the whitest part of that show. And it like they wanted the focus to be more on people who are usually in prison, like typical. Oh sure. Circumstances so they... or or atypical, but show you know just showing that like. People of all different uh, creeds and whatever can end up in prison, and they didn't really want to focus on the rich white girl because sure. it's kind of like, why would you? Was that like a was that a social pressure thing, or was that just like the writer? That was Gen- I think it was the writer. Was that Genji Cohen, the the weeds um, chick? No, no, I don't. Well, you mean writing it? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I, but I don't say, know. That's how you say her name, right, Genji Cohen? I don't even know who that is honestly. She's the chick who wrote Weeds. I thought okay. for some reason, and I had it in my head that that was who was writing. You could Orange be right. Black, I, but... I'm not sure, mm. but uh, I know it's based, yeah, off of the book by the real Piper or whatever, the blonde chick. Oh, so. she was a real person. Yep, she's a real person. Oh. Yeah, I read the book. It was it was kind of interesting. Who knew? Yeah, whom would have known? But uh, but yeah, they they kind of abandoned her character because she's one. She's like becomes super unlikable, and two, she was like, I I feel like in the TV show she was only in it so that they could focus on people of color and like other uh types of people in prison. Hmm. You know. Interesting. So, so does she do they does she just like literally like stop being a character at some point? No, she's still in it. She's just kind of more a side character. Like side she's character, okay. she's less the focus. Interesting. She's just like one of the one of the several focuses now. Okay. I yeah, I've I've seen like a handful of episodes of the show, and it just is not really my. I don't really like prison stuff or yeah. crime stuff or yeah. even really like anything based in the real world that's not dealing with any kind of like science fiction or supernatural shit. Mm-hmm. Is a fruit fly? Did you see him? No, Buzz, I didn't. Buzzing by? I thought that's what you were looking at. Anything that's not based like supernatural or sci-fi, if it's like real world based, I'm like, yeah, Ugh. yeah, I get that. And Ugh. also the sh- the show does kind of drop off after a while i was never super into it either but uh but even yeah even being tangentially into it it does kind of drop off but they were right in like kind of cutting her oh Uh -oh. cat's messing with the cables cat is tangled but they were right to shove her kind of like to the sidelines because she is kind of an irritating character sure who likes irritating characters not me but what have you been up to shoot fortnite frisbee Mm-hmm. I have been so goddamn busy this entire week. I've barely yeah. played any video games. Yeah. I started playing, ironically, this is what happened. This is my from my boy P Dice because he listens to this podcast uh-huh. now. I've been playing World of Warcraft because every time I talk uh, to P Dice, yep, yep. we fight about Classic WoW. Yep, yep. And he's like super into the idea of it. I'm yep. like, ah, I could take it's your It's still leave not it. out yet. When is it out? It's like a July or August oh, okay. or something like that. It's coming out in a while. They're really People taking have been the... talking about it I know, forever. I feel like. I don't. I don't understand why Blizzard is doing this. They're like really taking their time releasing it. Yeah, you know they like re- they leak these beta codes out to like influencers or whatever yeah. in like May or April even. Okay, and so people have been like, "Oh, hype, dude, let's get on that." Yeah. You know, everyone's talking about. It. There's a bunch of buzz, but they're like, "Oh, well, it's not coming out till August." Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> okay. Okay, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, Blizzard, sometimes I wonder if they, like, don't want to do this or if they just hate money. You yeah. Know, it's one of those, it's yeah. really confusing. But they need money right now. They're in, a, like, a, definitely, like, a drought. Like, yeah, you think sure. about, like, Overwatch. Yep. With Drying up. Hots, you yep. know. Yeah. Uh, they haven't had a new Diablo game. Yeah. Battle for Azeroth wasn't what they wanted. It. And, like, all of that negative press with Diablo Eternal. Yeah. And 
uh all all the bad activision stuff that's just gone on yeah, yeah i just keep like yeah they're they're in the news but it's never for anything good yeah. like they just scuttlebutted a, a bunch of like two games or something like that to like focus on to double down on overwatch 2 and yeah like, it's just interesting anyway yeah so i ironically all the talk about classic wow has been like i'm just like oh, i can't really just fucking play, play some regular World of War. WoW. yeah i just yeah. want to play that classic wow you know what i mean <laughs> i'm playing true classic wow it's the it's the same wow i've been playing since i was like 15 years old that's the wow uh so yeah i went back and uh you know i'm just kind of grinding away little goals here and there and it's nice, fun but nice. i don't have a lot of time to play video games this summer yeah summers are always like that yeah. for me it was like i i got that new bike and i just yep. went crazy on it last mm-hmm. weekend uh it was just super great i uh, loved it but like i realized that i went for like a three-hour bike ride saturday a three-hour bike ride sunday wow and like a two-hour bike ride monday and i was yeah. like oh fuck i have to play frisbee tuesday yeah. and thursday i was like i'm so goddamn tired yeah i just been tired all week nice well way That's... to go man getting that exercise and yeah. you and maddie d will have to have like a, a bike off yeah. yeah yeah that'll that'll be that'll be something exciting yeah turning 30 in like three days yeah there you go so I guess it's time so for it's me perfect to, time. to start biking. Yeah. To start biking. I got to get like all Lycra. All what? Lycra, that tight fitting oh. con- condom shit that cyclists wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You squeeze my shit yeah, into it. Yeah, you've already got the special shoes now. Yeah. That's farther I, than I've gone. So what I got to do is what I got to like slap into all Lycra, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get my fancy shoes on. Mm-hmm. Get my camelback or whatever they call it. Yep. You know, the thing yep. with, the, yep. with the hydrate. Then bike like three blocks to the coffee shop. Get an, <laughs> get an iced coffee and then bike back. Just be a huge douche. Yeah, dude. That's the dream. Man. That That's is the, the dream. That is the dream. But yeah, other than that, I haven't been doing a whole lot cool just chilling playing frisbee with your dumb ass yeah 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 sick of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're we're uh we're latveria for our beer olympics yep that's right i wanted to talk about let's that. talk yeah, about that's it. why i mentioned uh mentioned in the opening song but uh yeah jared and i are representing latveria we mm-hmm. both have some pretty sick ass dr doom costumes yep they're pretty good um yeah i'm 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 psyched for it i think it'll be cool it'll I, be cool i'll be I'm, curious to see how long we each keep the masks on for but. I, mine especially if i don't get any foam on that yeah. shit it's gonna be like <laughs> first game tops yeah i was trying to figure out if i could put my um sunglasses into the little eye sockets uh, if i can do that it'd be pretty cool yeah that'd be pretty cool, be cool. same i'm yeah. just gonna shame yeah, but it'll be a good, good weekend. I'm dreading drinking nine beers. Mm-hmm. That's too much. It's better than 13, baby. It's better than 13, but like... <laughs> but only, you know by, I mean? only <laughs> yeah, by four. It's like the, the bar is like... <laughs> what, what is that bar? It's yeah. like on the ground. You yeah. haven't even picked it up yet. <laughs> I want to drink nine. You want to hand me that bar while we get to our... Uh, speaking of beer. Speaking of speaking beer. Speaking of beer, yes. Uh, well, I guess we this is good enough time to get into the meat and potatoes of the show, or rather the barley and the hops of the yep. show. Oh! <laughs> well, let's talk about the beer. Uh, so yeah, Dan brought some beers this week. We do one first, we talk about half the books, and then we'll go and get a second beer, talk about the... Uh, other half of the books and then usually we'll get a third oh we'll we'll figure it we'll figure, yeah, that we'll one figure out. That we'll out. talk about what one we liked more at the yep. very least yep yep uh we've been crushing this one for a while now though. yeah yeah uh, i'm Dan, almost you, done again would you like to uh i'll introduce it begin i again, will again. do the honors this is prairie artisan ales uh the name of the beer is standard a hoppy farmhouse ale and on the cover of this is pretty great it says how to noodle which is a term that i didn't know i didn't believe you didn't know how to what noodling was no it's uh apparently how to catch a catfish with your hands correct? yeah yep so it, it demonstrates 
you reach into the mud and into the catfish's mouth and then use that to scoop it out and catch it. Yeah. That sounds fucking terrifying. I they mean, have, I know they can't bite you. They don't have teeth, yeah. But it's still terrifying. Yeah. You're just know. basically shoving your you're shoving your fist into yeah. mysterious holes in the mud yeah. and waiting for into, something to bite it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? So uh, it is a... It, That's the South, man. So it's it's brewed in Oklahoma, and I'm a little confused because it says Prairie Artisan Ales, but then on the yep. side it says brewed and bottled by Krebs Brewing Company in Krebs, Oklahoma. So I don't know if it's just like... Maybe Prairie Artisan Ales is the name of the beer. Oh, no, Standard is the name of the beer. Or, yeah, but maybe it's one of those, like, octopi kind of deals where, yeah. like, they have guest brewers and... Yeah, Prairie guests. Ales Prairie Ales has... Uh, well, yeah, they're, I, I imagine it's an octopi thing. So yeah. it says it's brewed. So they, they yeah. probably do like contract. What is that? CBM, yeah. contract something brewing like manufacturer yeah. or something like that. But uh, but yeah, I like this. It's a, it is a Saison, which, uh, which I don't think we have had maybe before. Eh, no, we Did, have. We, we have. Yeah, it was just, yeah, we, we had the, like that lavender Saison or whatever from uh, next door, I think. Oh, the peach, the peach and tea one. Yeah, I think that Li- was, I think livacious. that was a Saison. I think that was a Saison. I just, but this is much more of a traditional Saison. I finally drank that Livacious like two days ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's Still been, subpar for you? It's fine. It, yeah. it was after Frisbee, so I was like, oh, okay. No, no, no. This is nice. Yeah. Elk uh, beer is better after Frisbee. That horchata is still in the fridge, though. Yeah. <laughs> that horchata yeah. is a. It's a demon. Maybe not all beer is better after Frisbee. A nice, a nice sweet gut yeah. bomb. Mm, num, num, num. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like the Saisons are typically, uh, I mean, it's a French beer. It's, it's, I guess, originally brewed in the off season. It's a spicy beer, mm-hmm. um, usually made with like maybe coriander or orange peel. Um, but yeah, it's like kind of dry and spicy and originally very low ABV as uh, brewing technology has advanced. Um, it's gotten a little higher Stronger. ABV. Yeah. So like, it's still, it's still low-ish, but I think now, I don't know if, if I had to guess about this one, it's probably around 5%. So is what makes the size on the grain bill or is it the additives, the things you add to it in the boil slash the secondary, Dan? I think that it's honestly mainly the type of yeast used the yeast yeah because they have like i know there's saison specific yeasts okay and they're always super dry and yeah. very highly carbonated so i feel like that's a piece of it i don't know if they all have to be spiced or not i feel like it's typical um but i don't know i think it's like a combination of like several yeah. things it could yeah. be it could be all three jared it could yeah. be yeah it could be grain bill yeast yeah additives carbonation yeah i don't yeah. know much about the grain bill but i know they can be made with wheat i was gonna say the weedy right uh, if i had to guess the saison is kind of a farmhouse ale to me yeah. rings of slightly wheated yeah i guess yeah i guess i'm not sure about uh how common that is but yeah Yeah, we gotta gotta learn our shit dan yeah i I thought i knew uh, yeah i i I, you had me at the grain bill i knew everything else and then you hit me with that grain bill i'm I'm sorry he's he's always going for the throat that Mm -hmm. jerry well i finished my beer um which is atypical we've been doing this thing normally we would have cracked the beer open like right now yeah and begun drinking but we started drinking while we were reading the comics and we're thirsty boys ah, i was thirsty so i need our nutrition i'm done and i don't know if that means that i want to go get another one of these or if I want to, uh, well, we can't railroad you back to back with beers, right? So we shouldn't. We should probably talk about some books. Yeah, or 
Uh? Or we could get the beers and and just sip on them for a bit, like we did these ones before talking. It's about just them. it's the fucking it's the what we're doing is we're cannibalizing our next beer. You know that, right? It's like it's like when companies do that thing where they're like, we need to hit this quarterly profit, so yeah. they start borrowing from next quarter's yeah. profit in their in their reporting metrics, and then like yeah. next, you know what I mean? The yeah. next quarter, like we're short again. Oh, if only yeah. we wouldn't have borrowed all that shit. Yeah, the problem or like the the non-issue about that is that we have enough beer so yeah we, i mean you're right we we've got enough like we've got enough beer that we can cannibalize our profits can, in can. the dc quarter of uh-huh. this podcast uh-huh I mean? the q1 yeah yeah the yeah. q1 slash two because there's really yeah. like two parts of this but let's just finish talking about the beer first and then okay. uh yeah so and what, well, with a little bit of magic of uh so- audio editing you won't even be able to tell <laughs> you if won't we even it. know we're gone folks yeah you won't even know we're gone um i like it do you like it? I do like it. It's very, it's like easy to drink. It's got uh-huh. that nice like kind of spice to it that I don't get in most beers. It's yeah. a little like tart. tart. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I wouldn't say it's like sour, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's like spicy and tart. And I kind of like that about the f- it. The first drink that I had was tart and mm-hmm. I was like, this is sour. Mine too. But then, but then as you keep drinking as it, your palate acclimates to it, it doesn't really taste that sour anymore. It's weird. Yeah. It's almost like if you do something long enough, you get used to it. Yeah. I don't... I biology. Hate. Biology. Who's to say? Not me. Not you, the only, biologist. Only God. I was a biochemist, so I don't know anything <laughs> about taste. Yeah. That's not chem... Well, that is chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking biggest lie I've told all day. He just knows which uh, which parts of the periodic table will explode when you mash them together. Isn't when, that When right? they become alive. I know yeah. what parts of the periodic table that i need to mix together in a jar with some water to make a to yeah make, to make bacterias yeah yeah that's about that sounds accurate uh you know it says it's hopped i can kind of taste it but like yeah yeah it's not i i was actually glad that it was uh not as hopped as it said it was it says it's a hoppy farmhouse ale, yeah. but it's not hoppy it's not that hoppy but i i appreciate on that. the nose though it kind of is. Yeah, I think it's hoppy enough. Like, it definitely yeah. hits you. And I think that's the other thing is Saison's are not normally hoppy at all. So right. the fact that we can taste any kind of makes it a hoppy Saison. Uh, sure. So And uh, I wonder, they don't say anything about what hops that they use, but if I had to guess, they would be the... Ooh. If I had to guess, they would be... I'm not going to say a particular strain. Oh, okay. Simcoe. I want to say Simcoe <laughs> or East Kent Goldings. Probably not East Kent. It would probably be probably an American not. strain, right? What's the, what's the most piney resinous hop that we have in America? Maybe Simcoe, Simcoe, or maybe Cascade. Cascade's a little bit, yeah, balanced. it's a little bit. That's the thing. Yeah. Like Cascade's that perfect hop where it's like citrusy, but also kind of a little bit. Piney. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that much about hops. Honestly, we'll say Simcoe. We'll say Simcoe and rest with the satisfaction that we will never be proven wrong because it's right. not on this. No, label. the uh, the the main brewery, the main brewer at Prairie Artisan Ales is going to hit us yeah. up and be like, "You fools, <laughs> you fucking idiots! You fools! How could you have forgotten about the pine hop of North America?" I thought you were going to make up a name. No, I was no. just going to say, like, the name is Pine Hop. It's the Pine Hop. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the Pinop. The Pinop. <laughs> the Pinop. The Pinop. Pinop Pop. famous. Well, let's get another beer. Why not, Jared? Dan, you were supposed to... Uh, you were supposed to uh, obfuscate. Now they'll have no idea... Have any idea that we went and got a beer. Yeah. But now right. that illusion has been ruined. But now it's been ruined. I um, guess I guess we'll have to not get beers. I guess then. we'll have to not get beers. And and then talk about this next part. And talk about it uh talk about this next part. This next phase. The new era of craft comics begins here. Here, when we actually start talking about comics. Yes. Should we do it? Yep. Okay, before we do, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 
and I guess everyone in between. I don't want to. I don't want to gender anything. Uh uh This is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. These books are going to be spoiled. We're going to talk about what happens in them. We're going to, uh, yeah, that's, 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 it. that's it. We're going to talk about what happens in them. And if you don't like it, well, too fucking bad. Yep, you know that's, what, that's you, what, what you... the podcast is built on? It's a foundation of our mm-hmm. banter, and we have to do it. It's, in fact, the one of the two pillars of yeah. craft comics. We got the craft beer in the comic book. Yeah. So without spoiling yeah. them, who are we? Without the spoiling the day, them, we'd have nothing to do for the next hour and 40 minutes of podcast time. That's true. And we are federally mandated to squeeze this thing out for an additional hour. <laughs> In 40 minutes did you just burp yup yeah, into did. the microphone yep. you fucking this is the kind of animal that i have to endure every single I week specifically received fan mail requesting that, no, you that. Did. we have never gotten <laughs> fan mail once you fucking liar anyway yeah so spoiler warning everything that happens from here on out if you want to read the books these books came out two days ago so that would be june 19th 2019 uh pause this button Pause this button. Press pause the pause. That pause that button, <laughs> pause baby. That button. Smash the pause button and the like. Stop and the button from moving. Pause it. Yes. Uh, and go read them, and then come back and 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 listen to us, and then follow us on Twitter at God. I never under, comics underscore craft. Uh, Instagram at craft comics. Craft period comics. Craft period comics, and then uh, check out our Patreon, craft comics. Yes, I, I did. I did it. You social it. social media plug. Yep, we did it. Yeah, this, we can move on. We're we're go, we're going places, baby. To the real meat now. Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna start with uh, DC Comics first this week, uh, and I'm kind of trying to. I'm gonna just quickly do a little little switcheroo on the old note ski here, uh, and and uh, no one no one is none the wi- no one's none the wiser. Yeah. No one that, has any that was idea. Totally natural. Uh huh. Smooth transition. Uh huh. DC Comics this week. Oops, got to scroll up. Here we go. <laughs> Professional <laughs> professionalism. Uh, so DC Comics we're going to start with this week, and uh, it's actually a pretty light week of comic books this week. We only had a, we only had seven, but you know what? I appreciated it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I needed a I needed a respite. We've had a couple big ones back. To Last back. week was a lot. It was like ten. Yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, and I feel like the week before that was pretty heavy too. Oh, uh, look at this can. Oh, that's a good can. That's a good can. Well, who's, we, who's that by? It's that. That's the double uh, New England IPA that I was selling from uh, the Brewing Project. Oh, nice. It's called Rawr, and it has a blue dinosaur. Oh, on I want to. I want to check out one. Of it's those pretty now. fucking good. Any, check out one of any, those. any who. We're on a tangent. We're not on the beers anymore. We're talking about comics. This is comic books. This is craft comics started by our grandfathers, Jerry Craft. And Daniel Comics. Speaking of grandpas, apparently grandpas still write comic books because we've got yeah. Superman Year <laughs> One written by Frank Miller Good and John Romita on story and art. Uh, Dan Mickey on inks and Alex Sinclair on colors with John Workman on weathers. I, 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 I wrote weathers in my notes. And I don't know why. But yeah, that's John Workman. What weather can we use for this scene, John? We need your input. He's, he's the only weather consultant in all of comic books. But I think this one should be a sunny day, guys. Well, you see, cumulus clouds don't exactly look like that in Oklahoma, especially not at that not at that time. We of don't year. want to be factually inaccurate here. Boys. No, no, no. It's like it's like if you get Neil deGrasse Tyson on your shit, and like, yeah. he, he's like, well, well, actually, well, actually, the uh, you wouldn't be able to see the Big Dipper in Oklahoma. Not at that. L- <laughs> I really hope that they not at that latitude in their in their extended special edition for me. Aye, uh, 
<laughs> okay, so Frank no, Miller, famous from this podcast. Wait, I want to introduce John Workman. He doesn't do the weathers; he does the letters. All right, fine. All right, t- tell me no. about tell me about Frank Miller. Frank Miller, famous uh-huh. from the Craft Comics podcast that we did not publish. <laughs> that was un- unreleased. Was too bad. <laughs> It was it was terrible. One but we two. read The Dark Knight Returns, uh, yeah. which is Frank Miller's most famous book. Also famous for writing Sin City, um, also which was turned into a Robert Rodriguez film that was pretty good. Two of them actually, and the uh-huh. second one was bad. Um, so yeah, he he has made his claim in comic books, made his fame in comic books by writing edgy uh shit he was like the first person to do like a dark take on batman before that it it was basically like adam west um so going into this i was kind of expecting like an edgy superman i'm glad this wasn't it but it still wasn't great i would have rather had edgy superman than this weird fucking shucks howdy propaganda shit that we got in this it is kind of weird like you can kind of tell that frank miller is out of his element writing a comic that is not super dark and i don't know like you can also tell he's out of his element writing like a young person yeah you know because this this thing reeked like and i don't know if it's like intentional or not it's super so like year one books are supposed to be like the very first year right that a a hero kind of becomes their and this isn't really that at all so i thought yeah the name is a total misnomer because this takes place over like I don't know, like five years, sure, something like that, maybe yeah. like ten, and and like it looks like it's supposed to take place in like the nineties because I'm pretty sure there yeah. weren't any goths in the fit. I yeah. wonder if Frank yeah. Miller thinks that this is what kids are like the these goths days. Are, I I want to believe that he knew that it was a piece of like retro. But if it was retro, whatever. why not lean into the 50s? Which Because this is like, like I said, this is a yeah. weird slice of like small town Americana, but with like goth yeah. kids. Yeah, it reads like but, 90s to me. But then like he puts like, they, they all care about the football team and they're not smoking weed. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> like what? A, like what? I don't know. This, yeah. I was really, this book's. I fucking hated this. I, 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 I honest to God, hated this from front to back. From the weird part where he, it seemed like baby Clark Kent manipulated his parents into picking him up, to the part where he like, f- like fucks that girl and then leaves to join the navy. Yeah. It's just like his weird talk, like the weird dialogue with him flying and being like, teach himself. Some, I'm gonna teach myself some move. So I can give Lana one heck of a ride. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I feel, I hope that that was in reference to dancing because he was talking about dancing. No, dude, he was definitely panel. talking about boning. Well, he was he was literally talking about dancing before that. But Dancing on air, have to get some practice, teach himself some moves so he can give Lana one heck of a ride. Show her a time. Yeah, what is I don't that? know, dog. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's not all I'm great. saying. It's not great. And he, there's a bunch of weird shit. There's like a, there's like a, there's like an almost rape scene yep. where he comes and rescues her, and it's Lana like Lang. This whole thing feels fucking weird, and I don't like it. And also, the art sucks. Who lets Frank Miller continue to draw? <laughs> I well, these are definitely not him for the most part because you've seen his drawings. They're much more akin to like her the dark knight uh returns where it's just very blocky and jagged and this is way more detailed than what he draws. yeah i feel like i feel Especially like he drew these really shitty kids he probably like did like a once over and yeah. then like other people prettied him up or something I don't but no there's like nothing 
There's no good. way he drew, drew that. I will 100%. Okay, sure. But it still is ugly. Oh, yeah. I okay. would agree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he didn't draw it doesn't mean that it's... Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. And there's, like, the weird scene with the fucking football thing... And he's like a small town football hero. I don't know. I liked I liked parts of this. I kind of liked the the football scene because it's like him kind of grappling. Like he fucking hates all these kids because they're in high school and everyone's assholes. And he's like, okay, can I fucking lay them out or not? And his dad's like, yeah, you can lay them out. Just tell them not to fuck with you first, basically. And he's like, okay. So then he so then he lays them all out and they like stop messing with him. And then he goes on the football team and he's like kind of pissed off at all those kids and like feeling himself so he runs through like eight different tacklers and uh scores i don't know game winning point or tying point i don't know something yeah like that. and apparently the goth kid tipped tipped the the goons off to the girl meeting clark at eight o'clock and that's what that's why they were gonna like rape her in the field yeah that yeah that was poorly <laughs> The, uh, why why include that at all because like that's the only piece in this that i thought was like you know edgy frank miller kind of stuff and it had like and it's like why the rest of this is like it was me, inconsequential she didn't even talk about it for the rest of the thing yeah like, like she almost got like raped and like it's just because he showed up it was all good i don't know it was weird yeah i agree but it's it yeah it's a lot of this is so bizarre like it's kind of written like to me like a children's book where it's it's just like so obvious i guess i don't know he's like uh like it's got us baby superman talking here a new planet the one dad promised earth a new home it's like this reads like superman baby's first day on earth or something you're one a world awaits a world that needs you must save sunshine arrival what the fuck does that mean well it's because it's a baby's internal monologue right yeah it's fucking it's 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 very bizarre it's bizarre and i hated it it's it's odd tonally um i kind of liked the football part and i kind of liked the part where he's like asking his dad if he can lay these kids out because i thought that was kind of funny yeah but if it was written in a way but frank miller does this bizarre ass dialogue thing i can never understand the way he writes people don't talk like that this wasn't like as bad Hi, pa these guys bad yeah i want to hit him you know hit him son uh freakers you know it's just like everybody's like talking like a fucking weirdo it's bizarre i i ugh, i don't know it wasn't that bad it, it was awful it the dialogue part was i get what you're saying and in like dark knight returns 100 percent. this i thought was just written very very simply staccato yeah yeah it's I just like know. i think this i think this this is my position and like then they move on you know, know you don't listen mom mm-hmm. mom doesn't know sometimes men be men <laughs> okay i don't know yeah it's it's, it's weird uh frank miller isn't great anymore i don't think i read the last uh dark knight returns book that he wrote to and it was not good yeah and the other two were great but okay. those were back in like the 80s and 90s so i just it just seems so weird it seems like a book that like has no business coming out today yeah you know what i'm saying 
This seems like some yeah. throwaway '90s shit that no one would have. I don't know. And like the only reason that it has a big old thing and a in a big cover and yeah. my my comic books guy was like, "Do you want a sleeve for that? It's twenty five extra cents." I was like, "Okay, put it in a sleeve." <laughs> it's because it's Frank Miller, but that, yeah. that guy like kind of sucks, right? I mean, I wouldn't say he sucks. I think he is not that great now, but I think he has genuinely produced some like really innovative shit. Okay, back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Not recently. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So he, we, we did talk about this. We dug into this a little bit because I actually liked Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like pretty drunk during that podcast, but I yeah. remember thinking favorably. There was some yeah. stuff about it that I didn't yeah. enjoy. That was, t- it's a really good book. I, I still stand that book and the sequel, Dark Knight Strikes, Strikes Again, Strikes. I actually liked better. I think those are bo- both phenomenal. Sin City, I think, is pretty good too. Okay. Bam. Yeah. So like, I, uh, liked the book there were things that i didn't particularly the dialogue and that like i just think that the way that frank miller writes the way people talk is just like dumbfounding it's, I th- yeah it, i think it's, it's not a like, problem unless he's writing teenagers and specifically gang teenagers then it's just like super irritating he like, yeah, makes even up the, future the, the, the gang and, the gang in this yeah. has that weird we go we're gonna knock your teeth out and like yeah. i was like people don't yeah. <sighs> it's fine. yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's fine. You, I know that you just love Frank Miller. That's <laughs> Dan's wearing a Frank Miller t-shirt right yep. now. He's going to rate this comic book 5 out of 5, even though we don't do ratings yep, anymore. Yep, exactly. Uh, I did not enjoy it. I would not recommend anyone read it. Uh, the art was bad. <laughs> the dialogue was bad. The story was milk toast. Fucking... Clark Kent joins the Navy at the yeah. end and it's like yeah. it's the like, Air Force. Right? I thought it was the, no, it's the Navy because he oh, needs to he needs to see the sea. Oh, yeah. That's what he insists. Right. The ocean's father. Yeah. yeah. Of course, his mom cries. <laughs> the ocean's father. Of course, his mom cries because I think yeah. there's even a line about women's hearts in that, and I'm like, God, stop oof, it, Frank. Oof, yeah, oof. just just stop. Big goof. Uh, it's fucking. <laughs> I, I don't recommend don't recommend yeah i would also not re- recommend it i didn't hate it as much as jerry did but honestly the main thing that i object to out of this is the year one tag god is that what you're gonna stick to on yeah the... that's what i'm gonna stick to actually it's, like... it's not a year one because it's several years i mean it's not that's <laughs> that like this, the whole point that of this it comic book spans he starts from a baby and he ends as a high schooler <laughs> that's like 15 years it is that's like the whole point it's called <laughs> superman year one Maybe it's like it's... what year what is, year is this? And what year is this? Maybe this is... This shouldn't have been number one. It should have been called number zero. But, like, okay, the reason that pisses me off, though, is oh, because Batman Year One is a super critically acclaimed, really good book. By whomst? Um, I think Frank Miller, maybe? No. I'm please, not sure. Please, no. I'm not sure. We'll don't have make, to look Don't it make up. me read that. Then. But it was, it was good, and I feel like this is just piggybacking off of that success without taking the actual premise of that book at all uh, yeah so it's just like slapping it. a label on it to get it more you know viewers or readers whatever. hey you shitties i hear you like year one books we'll lap it up yeah like it's like dumping it into a fucking lap short. it up here's a decade of superman for you <laughs> yeah they just like they just grind it up and dump it into a trough and we're mm-hmm. all just like these little piggies that i'm <laughs> squealing yeah. as we eat it up yeah i'm pretty sure it was frank miller who did batman year one dan is gonna be um checking that out on his phone he's gonna he's he's fact checking himself uh as i transition into the next book which would be batman number 73 written by tom king with art by michael Jannon, and what art it is uh yeah, jo- written by frank miller and jordy belair okay so frank miller did write batman yeah yeah uh jordy belair on colors and what colors there are and clayton cowles on letters and what letters there are 
uh dan yes you want to take this one yeah i do actually because there's some yeah Yeah. tell me about what the fuck is going on in this because i there's some tom kid yeah so i've got some conflicting feelings about this let me outline them for you i love confliction in numerical order number one uh-huh. Tom King is at his Tom Kingiest. It opens with a fucking song, yep. and throughout the entire issue, most of the dialogue is uh, Batman's dad, who's alternate universe Batman, singing, what is it? Home on the Range. Home on the Range. I, yeah. I would say 50% of this book's dialogue is Thomas Wayne singing yes. Home on the Range. Yes, and that's, and that's a problem. And that's not... <laughs> That's that's not even a joke. When I say fifty percent, I'm not being hyperbole. I'm pretty sure. And like usually, Tom King, like if he if he does some like bullshit quotes, which he does all the fucking time, like some t- they're usually really kind of like out there, and I guess not out there. Super pretentious, artsy. Well, the the opening quote is pretty artsy. The opening right? quote is pretty artsy, and then after I feel like he he had. Uh, Thomas Wayne, Batman's dad, singing Home on the Range for the whole issue. He's like, yeah, I gotta class that up a little more, right? I'll, yeah. I'll have him singing a classier song before that, before he sings Home on the Range for an entire issue. An entire issue. Yeah. yeah. So, b- this is... Bad. This no, is... It's no, it's not that bad. It's not but, that bad. So, this is kind of starting to maybe wrap up. I don't really know where we're at in this, but... Uh, we have 12 so, more issues of Tom King's run. Okay, so Bane's uh, run where he's breaking Batman emotionally and then also broke his back last issue, which is a callback to some older Bane shit. Um, and then in this issue, it kind of picks up, and apparently Thomas Wayne, Batman's bat dad from an alternate dimension... <laughs> rescues him even though he'd been helping bane kind of break him down and torture him before so it doesn't really explain how they got to this point but they both end up in the desert and bruce's dad is carrying like bruce on a horse or like dragging him along in ropes um along with a dragging him along in ropes (laughs) along with a coffin in the desert i was gonna i was gonna say i assume he's packed him on the horse uh yeah i mean yeah but what he's, he's f- tied up at camp and You're, stuff. Okay, help me understand. Help me connect. Help me bridge. Okay. okay. Help me bridge naked Thomas Wayne wrestling naked Bane, kill it, breaking his son's back to him, yep. dragging his presumably broken back son, but he fixed his son's back with yeah. herbal remedies through the desert with That's their the dead thing mom I in a coffin? most about this. I'm like, I just don't... Is this a dream sequence? Again, is Tom King back at it? I mean, maybe, but... He, there's a line in here where he says, is, is this, this a, a dream? dream? And then Thomas and turns like, around and yes, goes, yes, but not yours. But not yours. Yeah. So I think, I think this is actual reality and alternate universe Bruce's dad is taking Bruce kind of and trying to break him down, I assume, so that he'll go with him and be go his along son him, yes. in the new reality along with their mom, who they're yeah. going to try and resurrect, resurrect in the Lazarus pit. In the Lazarus pit, which is insane. But here's the thing, Jerry. I actually kind of like this direction for this book more than where it was going. Yeah, I mean, if this is the plot and this is yeah. going to be like, this yeah. is... You could... If this isn't a dream, then it's cool. This I think. is the second time Batman has been in the desert on a horse. 
in Tom King's run. So I think what we're seeing here oh, is yeah? some book ending. Yeah. Mm. Um, there was a part where, oh yeah, Batman, there was a whole arc, actually. I think it was like a three-issue arc. Okay. Where Batman was riding through the desert to tell Talia al Ghul that he was getting married to Catwoman. Oh, okay, okay. And it was a whole thing. Thing, yeah. Okay. And Catwoman was there, and I'm pretty sure she fights Talia. Yeah. Yeah, and it was cool, you know okay. what I mean? So we're seeing some 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 uh, uh, book ending, if you okay. will. Okay, okay. Uh, a little bit of a, uh, I don't know. So I really like the vibe of this compared to the other books. Like, I re- the well, art... It's a- actually it, real? Well, maybe. We don't know if it's actually real. Oh, yeah, you're right. I just mean, like, the desert setting, and it's basically just him and Bruce hanging out in the desert, and, like, not bonding, but, like, they have a fragile alliance because uh thomas wayne bruce's dad helped bane and bruce is like you watched me and alfred get the shit kicked out of us by bane and you didn't do anything and i don't know what i'm doing here and then at the end are you my dad yeah are you my dad (laughs) question mark um but i think this is uh one a lot better than the alternative which is just another bane thing again it's like bane doing this bullshit to break down batman emotionally which is a terrible premise to begin with and then yeah, breaking his sociopath back. Like, yeah come on and then breaking his back which is magically fixed in this which i hate they mentioned that they gave him some drugs yeah or they're something. like oh i fixed your back and i gave you some drugs but you know in a while it'll wear off and you'll be really hurt I'm you like, know okay dude you know what i'm thinking it what you know what i'm thinking that it is it's that Oh, I know exactly what it is. This is supposed to be 100 issues, right? And so we're now trying to jam what is the equivalent of 25 25 issues worth of story that Tom King probably had planned out into 13. So they're like, well, we can't spend six issues of Batman with his back broke before we get to the desert. So here's what I think it is. I think it's just like a blatant cash grab uh, callback to nightfall when bane broke batman's back initially but they didn't want to stick to the actual consequences of that premise so then they're like okay i guess we'll just rehabilitate him uh, a little bit i disagree i think tom king's I, I think tom king's a better writer than that and i think that yeah like i give him a really bit, after I all of i do at after the, at, all let, of this let it be known unreal. to this day i think tom king is a better writer than that and i think that it's probably just a product of the fact that he is leaving Batman 15 issues early, right? So, so you he, think that he, Batman was going to be rehabilitated in the desert for 15 issues? No, no. no. I think they were going to do like six issues where he was like, his back was busted to yeah. shit in Gotham or something. Because yeah. like, it went from literally the last issue is Bane snapping his back to like, we're in the yeah. fucking middle of the desert now. Like, you yeah. can't say that there wasn't some some gaps that need to be filled. And oh, that's, for sure that's there I, were. That's what I'm talking about. Like, help me bridge from naked Thomas Wayne wrestling naked yeah. Bane to... To yeah. Thomas being like, oh, yeah. we're dragging your mother's corpse to the desert. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, like, yeah. I, we're missing something. We might be missing, like, six issues worth. So, like, yeah. I'm not saying that we're missing 15. We might Maybe he took fi- six off of here yeah. and six off and of six some off other of in the middle, right? Yeah, it could be. I, I just That's what it feels like, you know yeah. what I mean? But then why spend, like, ten in a fucking dream sequence? Yeah, and why break his back at <laughs> all, uh, then? Like, you could just write that out. It's like... Yeah. It wouldn't be hard. It happened like uh, two issues ago. It happened last issue. Yeah, it happened last literally, issue. Literally, it was the last page Could have changed it literally any time, but aye. I don't know. I know there was a whole kerfluffle because there was a... Um, so, way, way, way back when, I think it was Mitch Gerrards, uh, the guy who does the art for Mr. Miracle, mm-hmm. he did a cover for this. 
okay. um, this issue of Batman, oh, okay. cool. and people loved it. And he and he uh. and he leaked it. He leaked it months ago. Oh, and uh, DC had to cut it because it was no longer relevant oh. to Batman seventy three. Interesting. And so there was a whole scuttlebutt about that. Yeah. Um, just because of the nature of this whole fucking yeah, I don't even know what to call it—a kerfuffle. Yeah. A uh, 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 fucking hot mess clusterfuck clusterfuck take yeah. your fucking noun yeah kerfuffle yeah i like kerfuffle okay yeah i like yeah. that isn't it kerfuffle <laughs> jerry come the fuck on man come the fuck on the other the only other thing i wanted to point out about this um is that thomas wayne is dressed as batman in uh what is it justice league and uh batman versus superman they have like these weird flashpoint flash forwards to batman being in the desert dressed in this exact outfit beating up people in the desert so this is like kind of an interesting callback to the dc cinematic universe which is odd because they're kind of re soft rebooting it um but i thought it was just interesting to point out because it's yeah it's it's, it's well you know tom king uh definitely uh has spent some time in the desert you know he's an iraq war veteran so maybe there's a certain affinity there yeah and as we know he's uh involved in the dc cinematic universe now oh yeah the new gods movie and as you know he's a huge advocate for ben affleck is he no i don't know i'm just making that up (laughs) i like ben affleck as batman ban affleck ban affleck as batman and they did they they banned affleck as banned him from being batman (laughs) ever again but yeah so i guess in closing i would say that this was not as bad as the last few issues and i appreciate the change of pace even if it was tom kingy in some bad ways a ringing endorsement by danny mack yep. for uh batman number 73 i thought that book was fine yeah uh i would have done with a little bit i would have liked it more if he was singing old town road the entire time <laughs> That would have been fucking. That would have been incredible. Oh my god! Until you ride, get until you can't no more. I can just picture Tom King like crying as he's writing those. Like, god damn it! I gotta put in the lyrics for these fucking. No, he's he's crying and he's crying and it's like it's like and he's just like it's fucking beautiful. I would appreciate either, but that yeah, yeah. they missed opportunity one hundred percent. Absolutely. Um. So next. (laughs) That would have been incredible. <laughs> would have been so good. Uh, next up, we have Aquaman at number forty-nine. We are one issue away from a. I'm going to assume it's going to be a marquee fiftieth uh, issue that DC loves. So it's probably going to be like a double thick boy. Nice. It might even be like a wide. I hope we get art like this. Yeah, uh, will d- it be by the same creative a team? Fucking, that's a fucking the double page spread that's like as big as Frank Miller's fucking hot garbage mess. Like, Dude, the, it, uh, how many more pages can these? illustrators possibly produce though well i mean it's incredible but uh well let's break down the creative team we've got kelly sudakonik who's the writer victor bogdanovic who's doing the art we have a whole ton of inkers you've got jonathan glapian who normally does the inks but he's also backed up by daniel enrique and ryan Wynn doing extra inks on top of that uh sunny go is on the colors and clayton cowles is on the letters so um just to give you guys a little bit of background what's going on in aquaman he had lost his memory woken up on like an island full of old sea god people (laughs) chilling there hanging out fought mother salt who is this like real bad lady like an ancient uh i don't know like not even nordic really but like an ancient god sea goddess Yeah. yeah she's she's salt which is the absence of creation right against against 
brine which was like the yeah. water right so yeah. she was like i am the part of the sea that no one likes you know i crystallize yeah. i make jagged edges and yeah. blah, 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 yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool there was like some yeah, really cool really creation cool. myth yep and this just keeps on going with some more creation myth so uh arthur morgan i always forget his <laughs> fucking morgan arthur curry right yes arthur I curry think. is sunk to the death arthur morgan Ar- you're all right you're all right you're girl. all right girl uh has sank to the Depths of the ocean where he's encountered Mother Shark or the All Shark or something. The All Shark. The All Shark. Dude. Dude, that would be a great God, name. I'm fucking killing it yeah. with my creative suggestions right now. The All Shark. The All Shark. What is the fuck? Shia, we must find the All Shark to stop the All Sharks <laughs> from taking over the oceans. Okay. Um, uh, has sunk to the depths where the Mother Shark... This is fucking dope. Okay, so I'm going to set the stage for you guys. So in this universe, there is mm-hmm. a gigantic shark that lives at the bottom of the ocean. And yep. everyone who dies at sea sinks. And mm-hmm. she devours their memories and, and mourns like them. Yeah, souls and memories. And kind of absorbs them into themselves. And she yeah. mourns for them. Yeah. Uh, and turns them into coral. Yeah. Which is dope. Really cool. And uh, she decides when Arthur sinks... Uh, to that she likes him too much, that there's something about him. There's, he's got a certain je ne sais quoi, <laughs> and that she's going to actually resurrect him back and give him his memories back, and she allows him to feed on the coral that he contributed to her reef uh, to regain his memory back. And in this particular case, he wants to remember Ma- Mara, his yep. wife. Uh, and in the last issue, the big page turner was like, your wife, your love was also your killer killed you. Right. And so this is like a really nice retelling of kind of like Arthur and Mara. Mara was like an assassin who was sent to kill Atlanteans because her people, which were... I didn't know initially. So yeah. that's, that was, that was some good recap for yeah. me. She was sent to, to kill uh, the, the prince of Atlant- Atlantis. Uh, because she, her people had been outcast. She fell in love with him instead. Because you know yep. he's he's a strapping young man. Yep. You know, and she it was a, written in probably the seventies or eighties. Yep. She's a pretty young lady. What else are they going to do? What else know? are they going to? What else are they going to do? But fall in love. It's a tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Uh, they woman s- sees man. Woman tries to kill man. Woman falls in love with man, and man falls in love with a woman. Dinosaur eats man. Yep. Woman inherits the earth. Yep. Right. This has been a commercial sponsored commercial for uh jurassic park no what's that brad pitt angelina jolie mr and mrs smith chocolate that's it no chocolate yeah chocolate you're, you're thinking right. chocolate yeah. um yeah so uh the big mystery is like how did mara kill him we got some bet ba- we got some background of them meeting we got some background of them getting married lots of smooches it was nice everybody likes <laughs> everybody likes some smooches some thing the the, the the weird thing in this is that uh what happens is Mara kills Arthur because she's pregnant and yep. he freaks out and is yep. like, I gotta go. Yep. And she just like yells and kills him. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. It's weird. It was weird. It was kind of, it, it reminded me exactly of like the Wally West heroes in crisis thing. She it's loses like, control she for she just a second. She loses control for just a second. And as a result, she kills a bunch of people. And like, yeah. So I have some conflicting feelings about this. One, it's like, it is so let us let us just hit on the best notes of it it is such a beautiful to look at book it's gorgeous and it's not poorly written overall i like it quite a bit okay yeah so now we can get into some nitpicks i think because like it's one of those weird things where i was super conflicted by this because i'm like you're gonna tell me that mara killed arthur because 
she was pregnant and it just yeah. the whole thing reeks of this like weird yeah. like women are emotional thing yeah. but it's like weird. women losing control and killing men but, as a result but this is kelly sudakonic so yeah. i don't want to written by th- a woman this was written by a woman so i'm like am i reading into this a different should i be reading this a little bit differently is it is is it weird am yeah. i being weird about it i don't know yeah it kind of seemed like a overly dramatic confrontation i mean like yeah it's a high intensity situation a high intensity moment for sure but at the same time like i feel like you wouldn't lose your shit enough that you would kill somebody in that situation. yeah especially because i mean granted i don't know that much about aquaman lore but or being pregnant i don't think that that's like a staple of her character or personality like one i guess like being super emotional and losing control and two like having to control a power at all times so that she doesn't murder everyone yeah with the you speed know? with the speed force it made sense because it's right like, it's like this idea that like these like i mean you've got something that is bending space time right, right? the flash can run so fast that he can run back in time yep. right um so it's like but yeah with mayor it's like she's an assassin and she i don't know her she's eyes a, glow she's, so she's a she's tidebreaker s- i know that she's okay. got some she's yeah. got some shit in her that's like really powerful but i don't know if but... it's like so um, and i'm not even we're not even here to argue about power levels with superheroes i'm assuming that (laughs) her power level is 850 let's be realistic that at the end of the day because she's a lady she couldn't possibly (laughs) have killed arthur in a moment of rage it was what's weird is that like is that there's the it's the idea that like she is i don't know just like emotional her eyes glow a couple times yeah while they're arguing and it's just like a weird She's like, why can't you take this seriously? And her eyes are glowing. And it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, I agree. It was kind of weird. Also, they referenced... So, like, the reason that Aquaman freaks out is because his mother chose duty over her children, apparently. Do you know the story behind that? Because I don't. You didn't see the Aquaman movie movie starring Jason Momoa? Oh, is it? Is that... No, I didn't. No, this is Aquaman lore. I mean, so Mara... Or not Mara. Aquaman's mom was an Atlantean, right? Yep. And she fell in love with a a, a human. A seaman. A seaman. Yep. She fell in love with seaman. Yep. And that's how Arthur Morgan was born. (laughs) Arthur Morgan. (laughs) You're all right, girl. That's what he said to her. She flopped up on the (laughs) land. She couldn't swim. She's like... (gasps) You know, gasping for air. And he's like, you're You're all right, girl. No, so... (laughs) God damn it. Um... Yeah, so she leaves. She leaves him to to she she makes the choice to re- return to and Atlantis. He's raised on on land. land. Yes, okay. by her father who waits every day for her to return. Okay. But she returns to rule Atlantis because she's gotcha. afraid that they're going to come get them. So he's got a like mommy abandonment issues. He's got some mommy she issues. She left him to rule Atlantis. So Arthur, why do you sense. cry after every time we have sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, he's got mommy issues, yeah, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of like cutting to him being like, "I love you," and then there's like a picture of him crying as a child, and he's like, "And I'm gonna do it. I need you to trust me." And then like his mom crying as she leaves him, yeah. and he's like, "I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. It was pretty funny. I yeah. mean, I, I I totally don't blame her for being pissed. Yeah, and you know I don't I mean? blame him for having abandonment issues. Uh, yeah, and, like parent he, issues. Like, it, he, what's funny is he's got this like internal monologue yeah. that is actually being told to you by the shark. And I don't yeah. know if you picked that up, but so the shark is like narrating it, and the words are getting yep. bigger and more yep. wobbly, being like, "How could I ever protect them? I can't yeah. be. I was going to be. I'm going to do the same uh-huh. shit. Oh my god! It's like no. an anxiety attack, you know." Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought that it was it wasn't a poorly 
done thing. Nothing like, about this was badly executed. No, because like the argument made sense. Because he had to get out due to his abandonment issues. And she's like, I just told you that I'm pregnant and you're going to leave, leave? <laughs> which is a very understandable reaction. Yeah. So I thought both of them were justified. The thing that I didn't like is like the overdramatic, like, I don't know, reaction of, oh, she lost control. And then all of the, she destroyed the building and it toppled on him and he died. Yeah. It's like that seems pretty not like her in this character and yeah. also not like. I don't know. Not, uh, it seems a bit cheap, but at the same time, it's like, eh, this book has been so good so far, I'm still yeah. on it. You oh, know for what I mean? sure, for sure. It's, and, a, it's uh, a minor gripe, <laughs> considering the rest of it is so fucking cool. Like, we, we complain about this book, but, like, man, writing leagues above the stuff we've oh, talked about. Sure. So like, It's minor, minor, yeah. minor. So we still highly recommend Aquaman. We got a, we got a really cool... Um, Kind of like resurrection rebirth sequence where he rises from the water. Uh-huh. That was really neat. And the entire time the shark is like, I hope to see you again. Yeah. I've grown rather fond of you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking dope. Yeah. There's some sweet shots of this gig- gigantic yeah. shark. They, oh. they just do such a good job with the lore it's in this like, book. It's so, and I, I hate the word, but it's epic mm-hmm. in like a way that like mm-hmm. the true word epic and mythic yeah it's like it's like a two-page spread of a fucking gigantic shark in this yeah. tiny little minnow yeah. but she's like angled down looking at him and yep. you, you feel you feel the power when you look at it it's yeah. awesome it's it's yeah it's so Truly well done. awesome so well done um yeah so that was aquaman we still recommend it art's gorgeous writing's yep. great yep uh nothing to really complain about except for some minor gripes and that yep. as far as comic books go that's pretty good i would agree uh so danny and mac are gonna wink wink grab ourselves another beer we have then... not been drinking absolutely not. since we finished our first beer at minute 10 of this podcast dan is definitely not almost done yeah. with this next beer that we're gonna get <laughs> uh and we'll, we'll and we're we'll... gonna talk about that beer that we don't have yeah exactly we'll be right back um, I'm looking forward to tasting it for the very oh, first time. Oh, me too. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're back, uh, back. With, a, with a beer that neither of us have tasted before. Danny Mac, tell I'm me. I'm going to take my first taste right now. How about you take a little, your first sip? Wow. Wow, that's a sip. That's a first sip. Wow. How? What are, what are your initial reactions? Wow, this is all just off the top of my head, but uh-huh. it's, a, it's a pretty good double IPA. This is... Uh, Scorpius, Scorpius Morcella, 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 double IPA, uh, from Toppling Goliath Brewery. So the this is a uh brewery in Decorah, Iowa, apparently, and uh, they're super good. They were super high demand uh, a couple years ago when they started distributing and they had toppling goliath i feel like that was like a meme brewery yeah a couple years they had a lot of hype and actually not even for a specific beer i think i know pseudo sue pseudo sue that's the big one people love that yeah Yeah. was very popular um i thought that one was pretty good but i I, thought it was decent at best yeah (laughs) (laughs) i thought thought it was i thought it was decent but uh punchy from this i really like all of their beers for the most part uh-huh. um so yeah this is uh they're kind of like i don't know i don't want to say og because they're still only they've only been distributing like three or four years but That's og in the craft beer market maybe. yeah right now it is harambe was still alive when they started <laughs> distributing <laughs> that is the perfect uh chronological placeholder for this beer it's all it's all um bh or ah yeah, right? yeah yeah exactly um, so yeah, this is a double IPA. It is a hazy double IPA. Yeah, which um, I'm f- upset about because I use it says double India Pale Ale on here. Yeah. I wanted a clean, 
clear double IPA, and this oh, is a man. fucking hazy. It's a lie. I think the box might have said something about being a hazy, <sighs> but yeah, the cans don't. So uh, I deceived you, probably. You did. You deceived me. But I was, I don't know, this is fucking hazy. Hazy's good, man. You like hazy. I Why do not? like hazy, Dan. You know, sometimes I pour, I was like looking forward. I was like, oh, a nice, like, oh, real bitter double IPA, mm. like real, like sweet, but bitter and angry. Yeah. I, double IPA, I poured it out. I was like, oh, it's fucking orange juice again. Yeah. But it's, but it's still. But it's good ass orange juice. It's good ass orange juice. Know. And it's still a little angry. Wouldn't you bad. say? It's not, no. It's, it's still not like, it's still kind of like. Doesn't taste like. You remember, you remember those like fucking. The, the shit that was coming out in like, like, ten, like 10 years ago? It was like the. Uh, I want to say, is it Dogfish Head? Yeah. 90 minute oh, IPA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, 120, yeah. where they boiled yeah. the hops for 120 yeah. minutes. Like, that shit's like 4 billion. 12% or something like that. 4 billion IBUs. Yeah. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted something real. <laughs> that was mad at me, you know? I like the. Uh, to, to me, this is like the. I don't know. Maybe not the future, but it's a nice alternative the future. to, I mean, hazies are the future, man. But it's also a nice alternative to the, yeah. like, the more alcoholic tasting uh, double IPAs. It's like, sometimes I take a sip of those and it's just like fucking gasoline where it's just. That's what like, I want. I want the just fucking burns anger. the roof of my mouth. Yeah. I get that. I do want that some of the time. But also, uh, why not try and diversify your palate a little bit there, Jer? And diversify your uh, investment portfolio. Diversify your bonds. Yeah. Well, well no one buys fucking bonds. Who dang financial. <laughs> that skit was from the early 2000s. So it's sort of, I don't know. I don't even know if bonds were relevant back then. Probably not. Probably not. Like, what, what, what are bonds? <laughs> I think they're, they're state-written... Like they're uh, like they're like shares, but but government. I think they're shares of the government, and you pay the government money, and they issue you like government stock. I'd like basically. to buy stock in in the military, please. I would like to buy <laughs> stock for the USA. No one would buy that shit anymore. I would. No, you wouldn't. I mean, l- realistically, America's probably still gonna fuck shit up a hundred years from now. So yeah, invest yeah. in America. Yeah, okay, because okay. shit's gonna grow. You know, you're right. You're I don't. Right. I don't put. I don't put stock in America. But I mean, I would put. <laughs> monetary stock right what stock is yeah okay you don't mean I don't, stocks yeah you know what i'm saying i'm saying i don't put stock there's no i don't have faith in. yes <laughs> yeah you that's don't have what faith I'm in america but you'll put money in it exactly honestly, i that's yeah that's 100 yeah. on point yep. um but i mean yeah honestly if you're investing in the stock market anyway it's basically you the know same what thing. blows my mind about the stock market what is it's like <laughs> It's literally like if you're rich yeah. in this company, yeah. your money just grows. Yeah. That's just what it does. It's insane. I've been putting money into the stock market for like better part of a decade or yeah. so. And it's it's just a system in the US for rich people to keep to making ingrati- money. To ingratiate themselves. And because- it like in it, it excludes poor people because they can't afford to buy stocks. Yeah. It's it's, it's a perfect it's a perfect system, right? Yeah. Like like stocks you you can that's how 401k's work right you yeah. you you start invent, investing paltry sums because you're yep. poor and young yep. early yep. but because you're putting money in early the more the your your dollar from 2012 yeah. or 2013 or whatever that you put into your 401k yeah. is worth so much more yeah. than a dollar you put in today yeah. and it just keeps going so like if i if you were able to afford instead of putting $1 in in 2012 yeah. to put $200 in yeah. you could just fucking just rake in yeah. cash right i realized that pretty recently 
recently when yeah. I was like, I, I mean, all my it's stuff a fucking, had been it's a invested. It's racket, man. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like, all my stuff had been invested because my dad's an accountant. Yeah. And so, he, like, yeah. knows what to do. Yeah, to get your shit. I was, like, getting a little bit more involved myself in it. And it's like, holy shit. So, my money made 20% last year in yeah. this fund. Yeah. And I did literally nothing. Uh, yeah, I except so I haven't have put. It. I haven't. I've been very fortunate in the way that my stocks have gone in the past few years, and I haven't put anything into my four hundred one k my um, yeah. my retirement from Covans. Uh, oh, okay. Since I've switched to PPD, so yeah. I haven't put anything in there. But I have like thirty three percent increased. Yeah. Like I've gone from like like it was like thirteen fourteen grand to yeah. like almost twenty. Yeah, and I haven't done a fucking thing yeah. i just it just was there just by having money you make money it's insane yeah and it's like it's like some if you invest a hundred thousand dollars in the stock in the stock market and if it's invested smartly yeah you will make more per month yeah. than i make yep. at my job my dad is really good at that shit and so two two fun facts about him one he's making more money off of his investments than his full-time job right, right. now yeah but and he's that makes sense because he's like almost he is older yeah. Age, yeah and two so like in 2008 when the financial crisis happened everyone was like pulling money out of stocks and stuff and he put all the money he into bitcoin could no just into general stocks smart um and because he's like okay these are so low right now yeah. it's going to come back right it's fucking the USA. So he put all the money he can and he like scraped and saved like everything he could. And so he could like buy a, a bunch of stocks dirt cheap. Yep, yeah. exactly. And now he's a multimillionaire. So it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, if just fucking pray for another recession, baby. I yeah, guess, you right. Know, maybe, yeah. <laughs> don't don't pray for another recession, please. <laughs> please. 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 Please don't. Um, we should talk about the beer, huh? Yeah, I really like it. It's a nice hazy take on a double IPA for Danny Mac. Um, I'm a big fan. It's closer to the more piney, earthy hops than citrusy for me. Yeah, I guess. Am I crazy? Well, it's it's not like a big old burst of like fruitiness that i get in a hazy ipa yeah you're right or maybe i'm just acclimated to it now i'm not sure either i i can't tell if it's like if it's just a little more bitter than a normal hazy ipa or if it's like less citrusy hops you know there there's no lactose in it well that too i think for the most part we do drink a lot of like milkshake, milkshake IPAs, ipas on this on this show yeah. so like so like we're like oh i'm like it's not as juicy as it is it feels a little different i'm like probably like that absence of that yeah. unfermentable sugar there right yeah could be dan have, how many times have we talked about how you make the beer hazy on the show a probably couple? like mm, only like two maybe. can we can we can you do it again yeah sure. take me down that so i made one more time, i made Eddie. one hazy ipa uh-huh. and it was fucking excellent actually wow, okay. only much. yeah <laughs> but the only thing is it takes a ton of hops to do it because uh so basically what you do very minor bittering hops which are the hops you add at the beginning of boiling the uh, uh wort. wort there you go um so minimal bittering hops and you add them all in at the end and that way basically the more you bitter uh the more you boil hops the more that it kind of distills them just down to their bitter essence. It extracts something called alpha acids and yep. beta acids. Yeah. And acids are, by definition, bitter. Yeah. So it's you get more bitter, but less, you know, as you keep boiling them, you lose the more 
subtle, like the floral mm-hmm. and the citrusy notes and stuff. So if you add all of them in at the end after it's done boiling, then you're pretty much left with just those uh, floral and citrusy notes, and it doesn't make the beer bitter like very much at all. So to make a hazy IPA, you would add minimal hops while you're boiling it, and then at the end of the boil, um, some people add them like right as you add the yeast also. Uh-huh. Uh, you would add some hops then, and then maybe some more hops like a week or so later, and then let it sit another week and then keg it. But, so is it just the sheer amount of hops that makes it so hazy? Yeah, I think so. Um something about that could be also due to a lot of hazy IPAs are made with um, oats, flaked oats, and also the uh, mash temperature is a little higher, which produces more unfermentable sugars, which also makes it less clear. Okay. Um, but yeah, for the most for part, the most part it's probably hop residue. That's right? what yeah. I would guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I was thinking about this uh, as we were talking and I said that acids are usually bitter, but that's not actually the case. So like usually, yeah bases this is i'm gonna get a little chemistry with you yeah bases bases you perceive as bitter think about getting getting um shampoo in your mouth yeah so shampoo is a detergent and it's typically a little bit more on the on the basic side that's why like when you get when you get soap in your eye it 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 kind of stings but it doesn't sting in the same way that like a like a lemon juice stings lemon juice burns whereas like soap kind of feels like a little bit different so and also uh so like more acidic stuff is more citrusy sour is okay. usually what yeah. you hit, right? So like yeah. grapefruits, but then again, grapefruit is actually can can be perceived can as be bitter. Both. So I wonder if it's you know what? It's definitely more citrusy than bitter, I, though. And I feel like I feel like I'm right on this. I think you are. And let me add a little something to that theory. Please, please do. The most like citrusy hops and stuff that people use to flavor these beers are very low in their alpha acid, okay, um, and beta acid. So sure. Sure. maybe the lower. Uh, acidicness makes it more base and yeah. makes it but i don't know when i think like this this comes like a that becomes a big deal when you're making coffee yeah that's why people really yeah. want, like yeah. you can't you can't use tap our tap water is basic here right it's a basic tap water basic you know? fucking tap water uh and what that will do is it'll actually counteract some of the acids that come out of the out of the coffee grains mm-hmm. and so you'll you'll lose the very nice sort of subtle fruity notes mm-hmm. in a coffee with if you just go with our tap water here you yeah. gotta use the distilled stuff so that was kind of fun. and i know a lot of people like making uh what is it cold brewed coffee because mm-hmm. it removes the acidity um yep. because you're not heating it up tannins too it, it doesn't let you extract okay. all those like leachable okay. tannins and things you yeah. just kind of like but you still get the caffeine because i've, I I've used cold brewed coffee for beer before i don't uh-huh. drink coffee but i drink coffee beer sure and uh everyone <laughs> it makes recommends... your uppers and your downers <laughs> yeah. yeah but everyone recommends uh cold brewed coffee for beer because it's uh, it doesn't mess with the acidity, and the acidity can mess with the fermentation. Yeah, you know what that I makes mean? sense. So, what um what one f- coffee fad that I think you could get behind is like the nitro cold brew that they have now. Oh yeah, they yeah. So they'll it's like they'll, nitro, like a beer nitro. Yep. So they've got oh, cold wow. brew on nitro. You can get it. Is it st- carbonated or like is it? Well, yes, I guess it's like nitrogenated. Nitrogenated. Yes. Yeah, and is they, that a word? Yeah, it's got okay. a carbonated, yeah. nitrogenated. Yeah, it sure. makes sense. And so they 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 run it like a Guinness tap, but they they don't even like they don't even try to tip it. Yeah. So they'll just pour it straight down, so you get that you yeah. know thing. Oh, yeah. it's it's real nice. Cool. 
Uh, should we talk about Marvel books? Uh, I guess we should, man. I'm already almost done with this beer I just I know, tried for I'm the actually, first time. I'm actually a little bit tipsy. Um, because, you know, we've we've consumed quite a bit of this beer during this discussion. Yeah, we have. Right? We, yeah. Hadn't, we hadn't touched it prior. We hadn't touched it prior, but, but now we're man, almost we, done. We've been sucking yeah. it down. Um, so we got some good shit to talk about. We do have some good shit to talk about. I'm excited. Uh, I kind of want to switch the order. I'm going to okay. switch the order on a little bit. Um, we're going to start with um, Amazing Nightcrawler. This is Age of X-Men, The Amazing Nightcrawler, number five. And this is written by Sean and McGuire. With art by Juan Frigeri, Donald Sanchez, Almara, on colors, and Travis... <sighs> Lanham. I had a hiccup. <laughs> I had a hiccup. It was in Travis I Lanham. Breath there. Yeah. Travis Lanham on the letters. I was trying to stifle a hiccup. That's what that was. Okay. I wasn't out of breath. All right. Um, so this this is a chronicling. It's the it, we're, we're wrapping up. The Age of X-Men is wrapping up. Yep. It's very exciting. Happy times. Um, well, actually, very miserable times for everybody in, in the Age of X-Men. So we've learned that Nightcrawler has discovered that he's basically like a sham human that he was like an actor that uh, yep. the cuckoos yep. right yep. have been basically mind wiping over and over again, and they won't let Department X, which is like Psylocke and them, do it because they actually really like him. Mm-hmm. Like they're like you're a part of our family, but we have to keep mind wiping you for your own yeah. safety because if, because he keeps discovering his daughter and wife, and he keeps falling in love over yep. and over again with the yep. same with the same woman, and they're like, if you would have been discovered by a Department X. You would have been killed by now, yeah. basically, and yeah. so they they've been like kind of mind wiping on a love. So I, you didn't like this as much as I did. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was. I, I, I thought it was a little bit better than fine. I liked. I liked the idea that this like that the cuckoos are doing this out of love. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it seems so sadistic and fucked yeah. up. And like at the end of this, at the end of this comic, he surrenders himself so that his wife and his daughter can live and they wipe his brain again. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it and it feels bad. You know what I mean? It feels mm-hmm. like he's giving it to the bad guys, but they're not doing it from a place of like maliciousness, right? They're doing yeah. it because they're like, you can't be keep doing this. Why do you keep doing this? Like if yeah. if if the people found out about what you are, that you keep on having these deviant thoughts, you know what I mean? That yeah. you they would have killed you by now. So right. they they think that they're doing the right thing. And I, and I always think that that's like a, a very like interesting compulsion, right? Yeah, I get that. I think for me the thing that I wasn't super hooked on on this is we've seen this a ton before already. It's like, okay, oh, I just realized I have a child and a wife in like a different universe and I'm just now coming to see the wool has been pulled from my eyes and now I understand that I have people that I love and a family in this real universe and that this is all fake. And to me, it's just, it had been done better before and this is just that happening again. It just kind of felt like the same. Yeah, I think think what we're seeing now, so these are all book, these are all the ends of these individual lines and we're going to wrap this whole story up in July. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what we're seeing is we're seeing all of the heroes, we're seeing the payoffs of all these divergent stories, right? And they Mm -hmm. naturally lead to the same place, right? At some point, these heroes need to realize that they've been living in a sham world and that all this shit's fucked up. And we're seeing the fallout of that in uh, a lot of not super happy endings for these characters, right? Apocalypse in the Extracts, you had um, 
Ex- baby apocalypse. Uh, baby apocalypse fucking died in, yep. in next gen. We're going to talk about next. Some bad shit happens. Mm-hmm. Nightcrawler, his wife and kid escape with their memories intact, which is good. But Nightcrawler gets his brain wiped again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like we're seeing all this happen and we're getting this like emotional investment. We want to see these characters remember that. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. it's almost tragic and to me to see Nightcrawler who like he was the biggest dick out of all of them. Yeah. Right. To finally realize it only to be like. I have to go back to the uh-huh. way I was. I, I always thought it was kind of interesting and, and neat. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I just thought it had been done before, so it seemed kind of unnecessary to me. I think, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from, but I, I also will disagree, and, I, and I'll say that, like, yeah, it's been done before, but that's the entire point of this of this book, right? But, like, so they have a bunch of other books that have a bunch of different people collected, and... But each one of those has a different conclusion, right? So, like, not all those heroes are getting their brains wiped and going back to their former douchebag selves, I mean, not right? really, but they're all seeing that they had lives on other, like... Yeah, but that's the natural... The mainline universe, and they're like, oh, wow. And then, so, really, the only difference in this one is, like, yeah, you had to go back to being brain wiped. Yeah, I guess. But I will also say that, like, maybe there's someone who's just been pulling Nightcrawler... You know what I mean? So, like, they have to kind of do that bit for each one of these? Yeah, I Maybe. guess. I don't know. But that I'll, doesn't also, make it any more appealing to me, I also personally. don't necessarily agree that that's, like, a pro. I, I had no problem with seeing that he was coming to the realization that, like... Because that's, like, to me, natural to what this to what this whole story was bad yeah i mean it is but it's also what would you rather i don't know i I won't like get get up in your face and be like what would you have rather seen but like at the end of the day like yeah what i guess (laughs) i would have rather seen like him being like fuck you to his wife (laughs) and like killing her or something and be like the x-men live no the only thing is like so why does this book need to exist at all with all the other next gen books that are existing you yeah know what it I mean? doesn't like it, it doesn't it's, it's no, unnecessary it's, right it's a it's a pull that marvel wants you to make right exactly but at the end of the day i still want to i think it's laudable how few of these books there actually have been we've the past couple weeks yeah, we've I had agree. to pull we've had to pull two but I think that's because they're all wrapping up and we're going to get the, the finale. Yeah. Right? They've been very respectful. I We've only pulled two of the Nightcrawlers and honestly, like it was the lead, it was the most throwaway yeah. line. Yeah. It's like his acting career or whatever, yeah. but I still enjoyed it. I didn't think it was bad. It's just like, so this is a Nightcrawler book and it's like, what did Nightcrawler add to this universe that none of the other X-Men did? No, and nothing. To me, it's like nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, and that's the reason why like we didn't. just kind of threw them in there. Yeah, we, we pulled two of these five, right? Yep. We pulled the last one and we pulled this one. And exactly. Like, yeah, it's fine. And I, I'm not going to say that it's like great. I just didn't have that kind of like, you hated it. I didn't hate yes, it. Yes, you did. I can I see it, it was, in your eyes. I thought it was very unnecessary. It was milk toast. Yes, exactly. That's hate. <laughs> milk toast is hate. That's hatred. Dude. We should make shirts of that. <laughs> milk toast is Yeah, so check out the Craft Comics merch yep, shop. Yep, uh, yep. Coming to you hot from yep. Teespring. <laughs> make a bunch of patreon shit honestly we should we should we should get a we should get a we should get a shirt and we should just send it to cassie yeah (laughs) she she would probably she would probably wear it true i don't know who else do you think would do you think nathan would wear one i found out yesterday kyle butts listened to us quite a bit does he really yeah all right nice hey what up kyle butts what up kyle hey send send out all the shout outs yeah um, so we'll, we'll just continue this next gen train. This is, you like this one a bit better? Yeah, I did. Okay. So this is X-Men next gen number five, the wrap up of next gen. Uh, this is written by Ed Brisson with art by Lucas Wernick, Jason Keith on the colors and Clayton Cowles on 
the letters. Dan, how about you take this one? Sure. This ended a lot darker than I thought it would. Yeah, this was fucked up and I didn't like it. I, 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 I liked it, but I yeah, didn't like it. You I get what, what you're saying. saying. I was expecting something more lighthearted. So this is the... It's in the same universe as the last uh, Nightcrawler comic that we just talked about, but uh, it follows a group of high schoolers, basically, and they're training to become, I don't know, like, next gen or whatever. X-Cops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they've been having their memories wiped and uh, coming to their senses again, and there's this guy, Blob, who can never have his memories wiped because of his mutant power. His wax. The thing I kind of didn't like about this was they totally walked back the last issue where the, the like beast boy lizard boy kid um, anol anol was anol. uh basically martyred himself last issue and then they he blew in. up a library he, he became like a, a domestic terrorist but now they're like but now he's alive and he's like oh i was trying to save them from the library or something like that he brought a bomb in there and he was sweating the entire time and that's what i'm saying he knew his shit was gonna I blow know. up well i think he I think he knew that like people were gonna get hurt, but yeah. then but then he like he Had lives a change of heart or something. He, you know, he lived and he felt guilty, right? Yeah. Sort of, so, I don't know. And he's like, "Did I hurt anyone?" Yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of lame, just because it's like they're walking back everything that happened last issue. But so they uh, the other high school kids come across him and like be like, "Oh, you okay? Yeah, we're fine." And then they get in a scrap with the X Men, and uh, then the Blob or is it Glob? Glob. Glob. Glob goes to the place where he saw in, I don't know, a vision or something that X-Man... The seed of the world or something. Yeah, X-Man, and we already know from the last, uh, from last week that, like, X-Man, who is the child of Jean Grey and Scott Scummers, um, created this world, and he's like, okay, so the seed of this world, I saw it be made right here on this beach, and they all went to the beach, they couldn't find it, and then they basically all get brain wiped or put in prison. It's super fucked up. And, like, the thing is, is, like, so, like, this, we've been following the, um, what are they they called? The extremists? Yes. We've been following them, like, Betsy and Blah. Yep. And they fucked these kids up. Yeah. Super bad. Yeah. They're real bad people. Yeah. <laughs> you know they what I mean? In prison. And wipe their brains wipe and their wipe brains. their fucking kids, their yep. friends' brains yep. so that they forgot they ever existed. It's yeah. like, Betsy, you're a bitch. You're a bitch, Betsy. <laughs> yeah. That's not very nice. And Blob. Yeah. And like Blob's like, I love you, Betsy. I just want to feel anything. Yeah. Let's go mind wipe Let's go these mind kids. wipe some kids. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Okay, let's, let's hold that. hands while we do it, though. Yeah, exactly. Fucking weird. Yeah. It, it felt like a weird sort of betrayal of the development we've gotten in that separate book. Uh, which book? Uh, uh, Extremist. Extremist? Yeah. Uh, I guess kind of. I kind of appreciated how much they stuck to the dystopian uh, theme, honestly. Yeah, but like in Extremists, they are breaking away from that. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I don't know. And one thing I was going to bring up, this and Nightcrawler... Last week, everyone was shifting away from the mind wipes into seeing the truth and like these portals, basically. Right, these books have been like they've leaned back into. They've leaned back into it, yeah. So I don't know where that puts us in like terms of where this universe is at, but yeah, last week everyone was realizing 
um, that that's who they what, really that's, are. That's I, you, you've just actually hit the nail on the head on why I felt that these books this week have been a little yeah. bit. They've been a little bit weird. It's, they were it, weird. They feel tonally completely different and yep. asynchronous. Yeah, like you expect from one week to the next week. That, but I feel like chronologically these books happened before the books that we saw read. Maybe, last week. but here's another alternative: is like maybe they were sealing all of those portals that were revealing to everyone their real memories. Maybe they actually sealed them all. And uh, they have to come up with something else. I don't know. And now, like, yeah, everyone forgot yeah. again? That would be some real dystopian shit yeah. if they were all about to remember and then they just sealed it back up. But I, I did appreciate this novel and I appreciated its commitment to the... Because, yeah, it, it's very reminiscent of, like, 1984, just, like, hard sci-fi dystopian literature, like, uh, what's one where they burn the books? Fahrenheit 451. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff. And in this one, the guy who, the only guy who knows really what's going on in the universe, they found his journal. They, uh, it was the truth about the universe and that it's all a fake. They determined that it's, like, full of lines, and then presumably they destroyed it or confiscated it, and he just has to start writing it anew. And then on the last panel, it was... I thought this was really well done. The chickens? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. So, Glob, when he was at school, he was not very well-liked, and because he was convinced that he was either crazy or the only one who knows what's actually going on. And uh, so he would just go outside at lunch and feed the chickens, and he would tell people about how, how it relaxes him. So then the last panel is these two kids... Um, it at the high school saying like, oh, I can't remember who told us, but this is pretty relaxing feeding these chickens sitting out here. It's like, yeah, it's a nice way to kid- forget about your worries now and then. So yeah, it was, it was it's fucked up. It was pretty chilling. It was like, yeah, very Twilight Zoney. Yeah, they erased those kids. They erased them and, the, and the put kids them that, in prison. And the kids that we loved. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. we we loved them from the beginning. They were like this, yeah. like, like the kind of plucky. This was my favorite comic starting out of this yeah. uh yeah this spin-off like kind of universe and yeah i i thought it ended really strong I really and, liked and it. we'll see how it all wraps up i'm hoping that these fucking poor kids i wonder <laughs> if they're going to like really reference them again because these kind of seem like the offshoots it's like yeah. these don't have the mainline characters so i don't even know if they'll please be save again, those poor kids man they don't it would be nice this. if they had something because this just, is the last issue of this yeah, right? yeah yeah we want glob herman we want yeah. pixie we yep. want what's her nuts everyone to be okay yeah yeah just please save yeah. the kids yeah uh, so last up for Marvel this week, we have Guardians of the Galaxy number six, written by Donnie Cates with art by Jeff Shaw. David Curiel on the letters and Corey Pettit. Oh, wait, sorry. David Curiel on the colors and Corey Pettit on letters. There we go. I'm going to make you explain this one again, Dan, because you loved this book. You were like yeah. balking at it the entire time, and I'm just going to have you do this one. I you, did really you like really it. You really liked it. So this is, uh, we read last issue. Before that, we had taken off for like, I don't know, like four two, or something. Two, two issues or something, something like, like that. that yeah. Uh, so this is continuing. They are out to find. They know someone has Thanos's. I don't know how body? Do you even, like not even body. Like yeah, someone has his body, but someone also he installed his consciousness into someone's right. DNA. And we learned the the reveal of that last issue right? was that it was his brother, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was Thanos's brother. He installed, and uh, his brother was one of the people looking for. The people who it could have possibly been installed in. It's like, okay, who's Thanos' DNA? And it was him the whole time. And, uh, yeah, I thought this was really cool. It's a cool band of heroes, for one thing. So it's Quill, it's Beta Ray Bill, who is a horse version of Thor. Love it. Bizarre. And there are, let's see, there's Nebula, there is Gamora from the 
mainline you Marvel may Cinematic re- Universe. You, you may, you may yeah. recognize. <laughs> yeah. There's a Nova, and the there Nova are Corps. a bunch of people that I don't recognize, and a dog that can create black holes, right? I thought it was a black hole gun. And oh, the okay. dog and the dog could just. What does the dog do? The dog's just big. It's a big dog. Oh, okay, fly it's a big dog. Space. Yeah. So Hela, Hela, um, is trying to bring Thanos back via his brother. Yep. And the Guardians are out after they like knock her off of a, off of a bridge. I love that like, part. No! She's like, she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is real good comic book shit. And Ghost Rider was in this at the beginning, and then they find him again because he had kind of joined... Um, Hela, because she's, like, yeah. bending him to her her will or yep. some shit. And so Quill's like, oh, you fucking dick, it's Frank Castle. And then Frank Castle's just like, no, Peter, no, please stop. I'm dying, and, like, I'm sorry. And then he just crumbles into ash or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, it was clear that he didn't want to be doing the shit that he was doing and that he had made the wrong choice. And then and then it goes like, see what happens next in yeah. Avengers number 22. <laughs> and he goes to hell with the new ghost rider yeah. which i thought is also really cool yeah it's like frank castle in hell with the new ghost rider that's pretty bad presumably they have to race and whoever wins escapes hell and is a ghost rider and whoever loses stays yeah yeah maybe that's that'd what, be that's, cool yeah, that's what that's what my guess was i have no idea so then some really badass shit happens so there uh thanos's brother is in the middle of this like um soul exchange between him and the new thanos body that like hella created mm-hmm. and uh gamora's like all right so i we gotta kill this guy right and peter's like no we can't do that we're superheroes gives him gives her like a whole inspirational yeah. speech about like how they he <laughs> stuck it out for her when they yeah. thought she was the one with yep. the with the thing and it was like yep. i wouldn't have ever killed you yeah right it's like we can't do that otherwise we're no better than them yeah and then she fucking kills him <laughs> yeah she's like she's like that's the difference between you and me if it was if I were you, I would have killed me instantly. And yeah. just fucking stabs her uncle. I loved that. Yeah. Oh, God. Because there's there's nothing that, like, pisses me off more than, like, superhero platitudes. Like, we have to be better. And, like, yeah, sometimes it's, like, thematically appropriate or something. But sometimes you're just like, oh, come on. Just kill the fucking guy. Like, you know if you just spare him, it. he's going to come back in, like, ten exactly. issues and fuck you up and kill someone you love, you know? So Gamora's just like, no, we're killing him. Gonna nip <laughs> that one in the bud. Yep. And then she kills him. I love Gamora, man. She's so fucking yeah. cool. And his death line was pretty funny too yeah yeah so she stabs the brother and he's like wait it was me wasn't it well that's so frustratingly obvious <laughs> and then and dies, then dies. <laughs> so then thanos comes back except he's only half back he's like fucking stupid yeah he's like thanos he, yeah he's basically the hulk because he <laughs> they interrupted it by killing his brother and he's just like kind of a weird husk of thanos and then they shoot a black hole gun at him, and it explodes, <laughs> and then they all leave. <laughs> and uh, and that's about it. So it appears as though Thanos is dead. Yep. And, uh, and the Guardians are back together. And the Guardians are sort of back together, though a lot of the Guardians that were in this Nebula leaves, leaves, Nova leaves. Yep. Well, no, but the, the, the end team is dope. The it's end like those team two is chicks dope. That, so I don't, that we don't know. Yep, it's the two sorcerer women, it's Gamora, it's Beta Ray Bill, and Groot. And then... Star-Lord. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh shit, well we just lost everyone. And then like this weird Stargirl who's been in the issue. She's awesome. She's cool. And she's like, well, I mean, I'm here. And then she's like, well, what about Rocket? And then the next, it says, next. Like, what about Rocket? Yeah, so hopefully we go get Rocket. Yeah, which also I'm super interested in because like for the last, I don't know, while, 
in the Marvel comics, they were like, oh, like, we can't talk to Rocket. That bridge has like, been burned. Something, something happened like in Infinity Wars, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's Rocket what I'm assuming too, him. but we didn't read it because it was bad. So, Well, we read it, but we didn't retain oh, a Oh, you're right. Thing. We did read all of it. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. read every issue, but we yeah. have no idea what happened. Oh my god, it was so bad. Though. Yeah. So, um, so I'm curious to see where that all leads. Absolutely, Dan. Absolutely, Dan. Absolutely. Absolutely, Dan. Absolutely, Dan. That's a new fragrance from Dan. From Dan. Absolutely, Absolute Dan. Dan. <laughs> uh, so next up in the last comic book for this regular week, uh, regular comic book for this week, we have Sabrina number three, Sabrina the Teenage Witch number three, written by Kelly Thompson with uh, letters by Jack Morelli and Veronica and Andy Fish on the art. Uh, I'll take this one. So this is just your uh, run-of-the-mill Sabrina the Teenage Witch story. She lives in Greendale. She's a witch. Uh, Her aunties are crazy. Um, They're fun. She has a talking cat and a sort of sexy ghost man that lives with them named... Mm. I want to say Mordecai, but that's not even close to me. Ambrose. Oh, okay. Named Ambrose. Uh, So this opens up with her being dragged into the woods by an evil snake, like Chinese dragon creature. She escapes with some cool spells and wanders into a trailer park where she meets the sexy twins. There's some sexy twins that live in her neighborhood, and you know these sexy twins, they're mysterious. Yep. One of them's a lady who's a bit rough around the edges, and yep. the other's a guy who's also a bit rough around the edges, but he's got a good heart and drives a motorcycle. And together they make a werewolf or something. They do. They combine think. together to be a Wendigo or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so the the girl who's you know a bit cold to Sabrina is yeah. like, it's like you can walk back into the woods and then her brother shows up is like hey you need to ride so they ride on her motorcycle a kiss is stolen in the middle of the night uh, there's a shooting star and a moon yeah um it's all very romantic yeah and then uh sabrina comes to her aunties there's a really nice scene actually with um <laughs> i actually like the scene with with salem who's like you're why are there leaves in your hair you're acting suspicious and she's like you're suspicious and he's like suspicious suspicious yeah i like that part too <laughs> yeah he's, he's funny uh, i love all the parts with the cat with salem, salem yeah it's pretty this, good yeah. so she tells her aunts uh what's going on they get very lip lips sealed yep walk into the basement do some fucking weird seance things sabrina's upset because like this is official witch witch shit council doctrine that you can't be involved get get, take salem out of here and she that's when 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 they tell her to take salem out she seems to bristle a little bit and it's like that's unusual like normally maybe salem would have been around so she picks salem up and they walk up there's a funny part where he's like i'm not your sympathy animal or like comfort animal you can't tries to pet him yeah yeah but then he's like, oh, you can pet me, but I won't like it. But then he purrs. <laughs> says, That's funny. It's, yeah, it's, it funny. It's, it's cat stuff. It was good. Uh, and then they are about to go to sleep when they look out their window and see her aunts walking into the woods with like their brooms and like some lanterns. So some so some shit's going down. Mm-hmm. Sabrina's in danger. Greendale's mm-hmm. got some stuff going on. There's some sexy dudes with motorcycle, but also what sexy about Harvey? Go dude. What about women. Harvey? Look at the next issue what's harvey she's got to choose what's harvey she's got to choose between <laughs> between her high school sweetheart and the steamy young motorcycle steamy man young motorcycle man what's a girl to do what's Jared? a girl to do except yeah. kiss both <laughs> yeah that's i mean it's high school it's that's simple what you do, right simple baby uh yeah so that's sabrina the teenage witch number three i like it it's i fun. like it yeah it's yeah. cool i'm actually kind of surprised we didn't pull two like yeah we didn't it was a, i think it was a big week and i was yeah. just like god damn like yeah what, like these books are they're they're fun like they're popcorn yeah they're completely insubstantial if we did nothing but read these books we yep. would die yep right yep. but yep. uh every now and then it's fun yeah it's, it's fun it's little great. snack yeah i agree <laughs> yeah they're great yeah it's fun 
Well, with that, shall we... Uh... Let us adjourn. Let us adjourn for now. Yep. Uh, to the upstairs. We'll pick a, we'll pick a final beer. Uh, decide which one we liked the most. Um, be back to you with uh, the bargain bins and then everything that we're going to pull next week. So. In two shakes of a lamb's tail. One shake, two shake, red shake... Blue shake? Blue shake. Damn, okay. God, you monster. You're just dragging the headphone cord across the microphone. Blue shake. <laughs> Dan is deeply in love with my cat right now. She's so cute, though. Can you get her to, like, to purr into the microphone? Is that a thing? I can try. I don't think it'll work, really, but... There it is. <laughs> uh, she she oh, wiggled. A, but we think cat. we think you guys got it, so there's a yep. little bit of purrs yep. there. I heard him. ASMR. I'll, I'll turn I'll turn that shit up like real high. Yeah, good call. Real high for the next. Good call. Yeah. And crank it. Crank it. Crank it up. Uh so yeah, we we went upstairs and grabbed ourselves a third beer. Yep. Um Dan, which one did you like uh better out of the other two? Which one did you re- Well, not even that you would like better, I guess, at this juncture in your life, which one would you have turned to? Yeah, I guess on the third beer, I would I would turn to that uh standard, the farmhouse mm-hmm. ale, the saison. You know, it's just a nice summer beer and very poundable very just highly like, sippable yeah yep. yeah uh yeah what about you same thing i definitely turned to that one uh cracked open one and it's uh it's treating me pretty well so, nice yeah very good well with that shall we move on to bargain bins yeah let's, i, I mean know. i guess i guess we still have this segment so we, we have no choice good god um it's so yeah the bar <laughs> shit uh the bargain bins uh every every single week uh we're allowed to take three free books from my uh local comic book shops 50 cent book um they're just throwaway issues that like really like no one would ever pay for so no just, one wants them no He's one trying wants to unload inventory yeah basically just trying to get them get them out so this week we read uh yeah number four uh justice league number one and xenon number 17 so we're gonna start with yeah can we actually switch it up? I feel like, yeah, I have the most to say about, so we should save it for last. You want to say that one for last? Yeah. Okay. So should we start with the sure. DC Justice League United? And I didn't realize this is a Canada Maple Leaf. Oh, yeah. So is this like the Canadian Justice League? I mean, maybe, except Martian Manhunter is involved. Martian Manhunter is involved. Supergirl's involved. But uh, she plays no role in this. And they're both aliens and not Canadian. Canadians are aliens. They're the aliens Ooh, of the of the, no- of of the, the northern of the North America. Yeah, that that continent. That continent I've that got, we live on. I've got nothing to say about this except yeah, for the art either. was atrocious. Yeah, so this the is art a, was real bad. This is a new Fifty Two comic that came out twenty fourteen. I think it's a number one, and it's got a holographic cover. But not only does it have a holographic cover, it's got a holographic a, back cover. Well, this with was, an ad. I'll just say right now, Dan, this was a one shot. Oh, really? It says number one, and under the one, it says one shot. So this was the first and final Justice League United. Doesn't it kind of end on a cliffhanger, or no? Yeah, fuck me, dude. I barely read this. I thought it ended with, like, so Martian Manhunter is trapped by Gorilla Grodd, and I thought that's kind of how it ended. Yeah, it actually ends with a Captain a Captain Yeah, it's on a, it's on a cliffhanger. Concluded next week in Future's End Justice League number one. <laughs> Why would you make a number one to be concluded in another separate number one? That's not a number one. Well, this was the new Fifty Two, so I don't know what the fuck they were doing back. It's then. a number one. I don't. I don't. Understand. And a one shot that has a two. That is not a one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Comics, man. Nothing happens in this. But there is a holographic American dad. 
advertising and it's on the really back good cover. actually like the little he so he's is the, it? the alien yeah it is dan roger the, the alien is throwing roger. a fish and if from far enough away the fish is like really coming at you <laughs> so that's a highlight a personal highlight i guess you're me. right yeah that yeah, is a highlight pretty good i also really liked the polar bear with the brain and then and the and the like the jaws. weird metal jaws that was like a bear trap yeah it was a bear trap jaw that yeah. was pretty neat i guess yeah sure um yeah the art was real bad it was there's real an bad. ad for bojack horseman yeah so we knew we thought it was more dated than it was and then we saw the bojack horseman advertisement and it's like okay this must have been like 2017 at the latest it was 2014 yeah 14 2014 damn yes. bojack horseman's older than i thought yeah american dad trademark copyright 2014 oh i probably well, just I didn't start watching it Actually, you know what i don't necessarily mean that's that's where i got 2014 from but that doesn't necessarily mean yeah where that was published. look at the credits page i'm looking i'm looking i need you to stall this was written by jeff lemire no way yes writer jeff lemire wow should i should i have actually read it i don't know i didn't I didn't either. I mean, because the art was yeah, so the bad. art was so bad, man. Damn, Jeff Lemire is like really terrible. They had a really like terrible panel. Look for the fucking year. They had a really I am looking for the year. Terrible panel with uh, Gorilla Grodd and Martian Manhunter chained up, and like Gorilla Grodd was doing like a Jabba the Hut thing, where it kind of looked like he was Jabba and Martian Manhunter was Leia, and he was just kind of like sprawling out, spreading his legs, and like oh really yeah, it was weird. real sexy, like suggestive like way definitely made martian manhunter suck his dick how have yeah. you not found the fucking this year? is 2014 it says okay. right here you know okay. in, in stores october 2014 and i think okay. i think this might be the events leading up to rebirth because it keeps on saying world's yeah. end and i think dc rebirth would yeah. have started right around 2016 so two years from then well this was like this is starting to be sold in october so right. yeah it would have been a year about they were ramping they, up to it for that long. They were really stretched this shit. All right. I, mean, I, I want to say it was 2016. I'm trying to think. So, okay, let's let's do the math. Uh, like, Wonder Woman is on 73, and that's a bi-weekly. So divide that by, like, two. No. What? I refuse to. You don't want to do the yeah, math? Well, something like that. Math. It's been, like, a few years, I think, at the very least. Okay. But that was fine. <laughs> I don't know. We... I hate this segment. I don't know why we keep on doing this. Every week we have to fucking well, talk about Well, okay, this shit. so we've got some good stuff coming up. Though. It's true. We got we've got Xenon coming up next. The weird shit in yeah, I feel like is almost worth it. Yeah, let's talk what well, we we can talk about yeah. yeah we'll Z- get there. Xenon is there's nothing to write home about. I pulled it cuz it was anime and yep. sometimes anime can be pretty wild. This is pretty wild. It's like Starship yeah, a couple tro- pretty wild moments. Yeah, there's a Starship Trooper meets like fucking Evil Dead meets Yeah. I don't fucking know. Dragon Ball Z, there's like a guy Akira. fighting. Yeah, he gets his arm blown off, and then like a bunch of fucking like cyber soldiers come. Yep. There's like an, I guess, a really old anime man and like a schoolgirl. Dan, I don't know what the fuck this comic was about. The thing, <laughs> the two things I liked about this comic were, yeah, this area where there's like he just blew that guy's head there's up. this there's a guy in like wrapped in bandages holding another guy hostage. And he's like, oh, I've got him. <laughs> And he's like, I can't, I can't stand for this. And then he, he fucking destroys this old man's skull with his bionic arm and just explodes his head as he's saying, help me. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
like anime is so over the top and it's so I ridiculous. Just how violent it is. Yeah, and they like shoot this guy's arm off, and he's like super pissed off that his arm is gone. And they're like, it can regenerate if you focus or something like that. Oh no, it's just so anime. It, it had a couple. It had a couple moments, and then they all get in super suits and like fly away. I don't know. Blow up some shit. Yeah, there's not much to write home about. There was no titties. Very uh, like disappointing lack of the holy reason... shit. Also it... written by Jeff Lemire. No, no, this is an Area 88. Oh yeah, preview. Um, you you know uh, it. You, you know it had knew, to be. You knew it had to be, and always was, and always will be. Yep. Dan, should we read one of the uh, <clears throat> Xenon letters? I letters mean, to Xenon. Now. Here we are again, still without a name. <laughs> What? By the time the letters column next appears in issue number twenty-one, that will have been finalized. Oh, okay. There's still there's still time to send in those last-minute suggestions for the name of the letters segment. I'm gonna yes, yes. Okay, dear Xenon crew, my compliments on a great book. One thing I was surprised about is that it hardly had any action. But oh, I, I thought they were gonna say anime titties. <laughs> it hardly had any anime titties, but I still liked it. Now it says, but it hardly had any action, but I still liked it. <laughs> I look forward to a lot more exciting, action-packed adventures with Xenon. He just said that there wasn't any action, <laughs> but he looks forward to more action-packed adventures. Well, it, good luck with a great book. Oh, do you plan any posters? Heavy Metal Warrior Xenon. I like that. By the way, how do, how do you pronounce Xenon? <laughs> By Eric Xenon Coulter. <laughs> Like that's his nickname or something. Yeah, it's his, like and the, and the he quote, loves Xenon quotes, so much, but he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know how to. <laughs> but he doesn't know how to say. Alex is gold. I'm actually gonna fucking do this. Okay. That's pretty good. P.S. I almost forgot. Great art and story. Masa Omi did great on both. Right, so was... his nickname in this is or, yeah, his nickname IRL is Xenon because he loves this book so much, but, but he, he doesn't he can't know how to pronounce it. it. That's incredible. Here's the that's here's some dramatic the, irony. Here's the. Here's the response. Hardly any action, eh? Well, I hope the more recent issues had satisfied your desires. I mean, a guy's arm literally got blown off and another guy exploded another guy's head, so... We already printed a Xenon poster, which should have been available at your local comic book shop in December. Since it sounds as though you never got one, I am sending one out this office. Wow. Out what from a legend. this office. What a legend. I do hope everyone else picked theirs up when they had a chance because we've only got a few left. Wow. It's Xenon. in such high demand. Xenon is pronounced Xenon. <laughs> Which we knew because we are a product of the 90s and early 2000s and I... saw Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, on Disney Channel original movie. Damn. Am I right? Am I right? This is so good. I want to read all of these, but I can't. I just want to give you guys a teaser for the for right. another another one. <laughs> Konnichiwa, Eclipse. Oh no! How long have I waited since Japanese comics have come to America? No, very long. No, and in the past, the manga and anime please. that have come have been poor adaptations of the original Japanese versions. Oh please! Also, they are usually lacking in plot and storyline. Well, Xenon is different. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a little teaser from the Xenon script. Wow. Actually, incredible. I feel like I got to read these letters more often. These yeah. are fucking good. Oh, they're great, man. So good. As we will get to also. Oh, yeah. There are some letters. In yeah, these. there yeah, are. Okay. Uh, so last up we have, yeah, yeah, number four, which is an homage comics, which is a DC imprint from 
like the 2000s. I think Pretty shocking, honestly. Literally, literally 2000s. I did not think that this was a DC book until I read the end. I'm looking at the artist real quick. Uh, Peter Baggy, Gilbert Hernandez, Rick Parker, Joan Baggy, Jennifer Lees, Shelley Rosenberg. <laughs> All right. Noth- nothing really ringing a bell there, so... This had some pretty wild shit in it. This is everything you want. Yeah. It's got goth girls picking up goth boys. Yeah. So it's a retro issue where... It... We were just talking about goth people. Yeah, we were. So yeah. Frank Miller thinks that this is what kids are still like yep, today. Yep, exactly. I'll let you have this. So in this issue, it's an Origins issue of the band called Yeah. Yeah! And they just kind of... Uh, oh, one thing we gotta mention is the ads in this were fucking... Phenomenal. Point. Ads. It was like a nostalgia... I There was an Let ad me... for a TV show that I forgot existed. And I was <laughs> yeah. Like, I looked yeah. at it and I was like... Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it was so good. It was a nostalgia bomb. So first of all, they have this really actually incredible... Like, I would make this my desktop background Pokemon Yellow ad... Of Pikachu silhouetted with a Pokemon trainer on a cliff. And it's an ad for Pokemon Yellow on Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Um, They also had this incredible ad for... Digimon Season 1. Digimon Season 1 and... Lest ye forget... Lest ye forget the all-new series Big Guy and Rusty on Fox Kids. Yeah, we we should take a picture of Big Guy and Rusty because like that probably won't fucking... It won't sound like anything, but you'll see it. Yeah, it won't trip your fucking brain, but then you'll see the picture of Big Guy and Rusty and you'll be like, holy shit, that's Big Guy and Rusty. You'll see it it and you'll understand. And this was also the issue with uh donkey kong right or yeah was the fucking not? donkey kong ad and there's a pokemon the tv show the first movie yeah. ad at yeah. the back oh man yeah the ads on this were better than the actual comic but the actual comic was pretty incredible also for incredible its own how reason. fucking crazy bad it was wow yeah. yeah it was it was wild so when it's... you picture like sexist comic like books about oh, girls here's the donkey kong yeah. take <laughs> the banana take the banana my friend I, that's a, that, that is the strongest fucking contender. For, yeah, yeah. That's thumbnail of the thumbnail. week. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, when you think about stereotypical comics written in like the late nineties, or even the nineties in general, ab- so comics about girls written by men. Yeah, this is for sure one of those books. Oh yeah, it's so bad. One hundred percent. Like so- these women do not talk like women. They don't act no. like women. No. And they're just like, oh my god! It's and and the, it literally concludes in a cat fight over a nerdy guy who one of them was interested in. She's like, you knew I was interested in him, and you hooked up with him. And she's like, yeah, but just a couple times. I don't even like him. And uh, bitch. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was astonishing. And also, so this is the best. Let me walk you through the plot of this this specific character's arc they meet a like 60 year old man with a ponytail at an arcade i believe yes they recruit him to be their manager despite thinking he's like a creepy dude who just wants to like ogle them yes yeah so but they they're like one of them knows him and is like no he's actually cool and so he hits on them relentlessly and even and that until one of them's like i'm 17 this is weird. And he's like, you're right. And then, like, two panels later, he's like, when are you 18 again? Then... Yikes. That's he sets artist a, insert. Then he sets up a concert with them, because this is all about the forming of a band. They form the band, and he sets up a concert with them at a Catholic school, makes them all wear Catholic school girl uniforms. 
until they basically fire him for booking a gig at a Catholic school. I see nothing wrong with it. No, me neither. I think that's, uh, I just wanted to mention it because I feel like that's the way that my life is heading and (laughs) what I aspire to be in life. What's his name again? I don't even know. It's like Chuckle or some shit like that. Chuckle. <laughs> What's his? He's the guy. He's the one that they write to at the in the, in the very. Back. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Krusty. Krusty. Snape's <laughs> Krusty. And the, and the and at the end when oh, they write no. to him, is the name of the uh, the like Q and A bit is Krusty's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> we should mention that this is a flashback getting the band together issue. Yes. So um, it was good for us to read. Yeah. So so what? This is only number four. So they yeah. really haven't gone yep. much into the band. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all looking. Whoops. They're looking back in time. This is like getting the band together, and the 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 front cover is them looking at themselves in the mirror. Like one of them was a goth girl, but she's blonde now because bl- goths can't be blonde. You yeah. Know, how silly I, I was two years ago. You know. Listen to this Krusty's corner. Please read it to me. Dan. This is a fan from. Ar- named Ariada or Aradia uh-huh. from Huddersfield, England. She says, "None of that is real." Hey, babe. Wow, I've never read a groovier comic and such funky storylines and fun artwork. I can't wait for the next issue. I'm glad it started. Wait, I'm glad I started with issue number one. Make no mistakes, folks. Folks, this is without a doubt the best comic book in the history of the universe. <laughs> There's no way that a real human being... No! No! Impossible. It's... Literally impossible. And then his response is... Yeah, I was going to read it, but... Yeah. You stole it from me. Oh, sorry. Uh, The the best part of (laughs) Aradia's enthusiastic letters that she called me... Babe, I admire a woman with taste. Yuck, dude. Quit it, fucking crusty. Quit hitting on 17-year-olds. Yeah, I I mean... you. oh, he, he even keeps going. Here, check this out. Dear Yeah Team, Yeah reminded me much of the days when DC took chances on books like Angel yeah. Love and Amazing Man. I hope that DC and, uh, and Homage succeed with Yeah and attract readership that is sorely missing from the comic buying public. Okay. Okay. This book should appeal to a very diverse audience with a bit of luck. It should succeed. Okay, that's fine. Andy Oliver. Okay. Okay. Fine, okay. Andy. You know, hey, you know what? Maybe you write books you for like people. You like what you like? Yeah, maybe That's you write fine. books for people that don't necessarily read comic books. Fine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Old Krusty leans into the previous comment oh, no. by saying, What is it with all these extremely insightful and intelligent readers in the merry old UK? Thank you for your kind words, Andy. Until next ish, please consider me your babe. <laughs> old Krusty. Krusty. Please consider still, me your babe. He's still chasing the high. Old crusty. Yeah, he's still chasing the high from being called babe by a fake yeah. person yeah. who never existed <laughs> in the UK, okay? Thank you. Oh, man. No way. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Wild times. This as far as old Going to see some wild times. Mm-hmm. With that, I Concludes. guess it's time. The curtain is drawn on the bargain bins. And it's um, time to move on to our polis for next week, isn't it, Jerry? It sure is. Uh,. So these are the books that come out, I don't know, what is it, June 26th? Yeah. Cool. June 26th, 2019. Uh, it's a pretty big week, so we may have had a rest uh, this week, but it's not It's not going to keep going. So yeah, the just rest, two more the, than, than it, this week, I think. Uh, what is this, nine? Yeah, yeah, that is two more. That's pretty good. And if you actually come to Frisbee on Thursday, we can split them up. Yeah, there we, you go. We can, it can go a bit faster. So next week we have Age of X-Men Extremists, number five, The Conclusion. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Fantastic Four, number 11. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, number 8. Magnificent Miss Marvel, number 4. Walla Walla Out, number 6. Thor, number 14. Action Comics, number 1,100. Nope, 1,012. Dial H for Hero, number 4. And Wonder Woman, number 73. Dan, what are you excited for? I am excited for Magnificent Marvel, number 4. Okay. And let me see if there's anything else. Uh, Dial H for Hero number four. Okay, cool. I'm excited for uh, Extremists to wrap up. Yep. Also excited for Magnificent Miss Marvel. Yep. Uh, Dial H and Wonder Woman, I would say. Uh, Action Comics, there's a Leviathan going on right now, so that's kind of probably going to tie in. Yeah, that could be cool. Thor has been always good. War of the Realms is just... It's bad. It's it's just great because it makes you so mad. And I just love it. I just love making you waste 10 minutes. The power that I have, like... Because you'll (laughs) never get those 10 minutes back. But neither will you. But it's... I'm choosing to. You're not. You have no choice in the matter. It's about control and power. Yeah, it's about you submitting to me, Dan. Submit submit your 10 minutes. I will. So, yeah, with that uh, concludes another very sexual special episode. Yep. Issue episode of Craft Comics. You're probably hearing the outro music right now, right, Jerry? Yeah, I imagine you're hearing the outro music right now, and I hope that it's caressing your ears. The lovely saxophone music is just lulling you to sleep. Yep. Giving you a little kiss on the forehead, the nose, the lips, and telling you just, hey, close your eyes. Go to sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep